Sorry, Kenny. All right, we're hip happening. Here we go. Hip and happy. I just realized that it's going to take me two hours to get home from that thing today. Yeah, that I'm makes going sense. Forty-five minutes in the. Oh, I've got a king size, yeah. size bed. If you want to, hey now. Only if you had a hot tub in your room would I take you up on it. Heart-shaped well, hot tub. Heart-shaped. Well, we're gonna have to pick out all the body hair out of it. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. God bless the person that's got to clean that filter out. Oh. Joe, you want to stay at Kenny's place? How did the uh, how did space management go yesterday for you, Sochi <gasps> boy? Excuse me. Hey, how about a mic? Boy, I saw people yesterday with big, long, huge driveways shoveling. Oof. Well, I like to shovel. I shoveled, yeah. I oh, shoveled twice, actually. Why don't you lock, shut the door, turn off the lights, and let's go here. The one thing to say. Yeah. We're live. This chili is really good, and I really am glad I'm not taking a nice... 45 minute car ride with anybody. <laughs> you know, when I saw that chili, I thought of that. 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 I Yikes. Oh, man. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. I can't see it, man. I almost mowed a guy down the other night. But he was dressed all in black. And he was one of these virtuous pedestrians that just assumed I'd stop. I had to take the secret route to get home. Yeah. So I went, what's the name of that golf course that's right over here? Yeah. I went went that way. Yeah. And I took the River Boulevard. Sure. So what's the street I'm, when I cross 94, what's that street? Ross 94. Franklin, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Franklin. So I'm no, going, no, no. Right here, you mean? <laughs> which way do you approach it? So instead it of getting long downhill, I go, you know, or take a right. Uh, instead of getting on the freeway to go home, I keep going straight and then yeah. go to the stop sign, take a yeah. left, then you take yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. Franklin. No, yeah. it's not. Down to West River Boulevard, it's East not, River it's Boulevard. It's not Franklin. It's where KSCP does a lot of its <laughs> filming of the freeway. Do you go by the bus garages? Yes. Oh, okay. That's it's not uh, Franklin. It's that's, uh, uh, Edgecombe? No, no, Raymond. No, Raymond. no, it's not Raymond. Um, Everybody loves. No, Raymond. it's not Raymond. Hold on, Rook. I, I got to use that street where use that street. Uh, it's it goes my way by to that work. overpriced golf course that they think goes, they should sell. Goes the by the Thomas. bus garage. We're hiring. Uh, it's got the bike lane on. We always use. He always stops here and does filming of the freeway and stuff. Hold yes. on, I'm almost there. Cretan? No. Vandalia. No, Vandalia, it's not Cretan. No, it's uh, Pelham. 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 Pelham so I'm going south on Pelham, and you know there's 20 inches of snow on the ground, and some asshat is pushing his bike up the up the hill. How do you like those bike lanes? The bike lanes are wider than the car lanes. And I'm thinking, oh, they are Pelham. who are you yeah. trying to impress? We all think you're a moron. Uh, I gotta get my ride in today. I don't. I uh, I respect those guys that ride in the do winter. Really? Yeah, I do. Oh. Well, you're a sap. I when me. I was a kid one year, I rode my motorcycle all winter long. Rode it back and forth to school. Holy crap! Fell down every day, <laughs> every single day. <laughs> hey, like, like, nice shirt. Get all that mess.
methane out of you now. Ooh, boy. No, I, no, don't. I love it. Robert. I, th I think it's cool. It's too much. No, it's not. It's, it reminds me of a bowling. Back. No, it reminds me of a bowling shirt. That's perfect. There's Which shirt are you talking about? You can wear it. It's today. This is the this is my favorite GL shirt we ever had. Did you already get dressed for the show? I'm dressed. I'm There's no toothpaste it. on it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm gonna wear the yeah. new gray one with good There's luck on the back. Toothpaste on it. He wears a bib now. Hey, Johnny. Hi. It's raining. I got up at four o'clock today. Bradaloni Hardware and Garden yeah. Stores. I, I need do that every here. day. How did I do that? Oh, and I did it. They're towing on Berry Street. You guys parked there? Towing. I'm in the visitor section. That, how old is that email? Oops. It's about two hours old. Oh, you're right. I'm the Sorry. one that called Tom and said, hey. Uh, May want to. Yeah. They had, on the news this morning, they had, you remember? You guys remember Hannah Flood? She used to be our promotions intern. Cute blonde. Yeah. She now works at the Nine. She's about a field reporter, and sometimes she does anchor on weekends. She's actually really good. Um, so she, they had her at the impound lot today. That's how I know her. She yeah. worked here. She was our promotions intern. She did. She used to do the uh, when I used to do the beer festival out in Winstead every year. She always signed up for that because her. I've her... seen her and I'm going. How do I know her? Yeah, she used to work for us. She's oh, awesome. She's a really, I really wonder. cool, cool gal. Um, but they had her at the impound lot this morning. Yeah. <laughs> who who gets that money? Is that go to the city? I'll yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, it's city owned. Mick just had her car towed a couple of months ago, and they brought it to the lot. I've never had a car towed. It was outside of McLaren's house over at Oxbow. Yeah. And she had until 2.30 to uh, That's when you go to the redo the thing. <laughs> and she was tagged at 1.30 with a, when she came out, there was a um, no parking red thing over it. So they were late to put this, and there was a uh, one of those save the boxes. The... Did she get her money back? No, I'm still fighting it. I, but we had to pay 193 for the tow, but now we have to go fight the no parking ticket and show that this is legit. So I don't know what's going to happen if I'm going to... Like in the old days, Yatesy got a ticket in downtown Minneapolis, and they put the badge number of the officer on the ticket. And he he spent a great deal of time on the show ripping the guy and the badge number, Ooh. and we got a call from the city. Yeah, <laughs> they were not happy about that. Yeah, you can't bring that. No, Rattaloni Hardware and Garden Stores. I need just one more minute, sir. It, it is, is as you said. said. <laughs> I hope you read a newspaper today, uh, Joe. Probably not. Odds are not good with that. Fell asleep during uh, Curse of Oak Island. Have no idea what happened last night. They Nothing. found the money. Nothing ever happens. <clears throat> no, it's going to happen. Rook, did, uh, did you get an email from Jeremy? The Knights Templar buried something there. Uh, Possibly the Holy Yeah, Grail. what was it? Well... The Holy Grail is a chalice. When was it? Yeah, it was uh, a couple. That of days and ago. what is the thing called that has the uh, uh, the Ten Commandments in? That's, the reason I asked Rook called is the we're changing tablets? the way no. we post the show. Called, oh yeah, uh, and uh, this is only going to anyway, affect that's you because there um, there's going to be a there. couple of stretches where I'm going to be gone. Yep. In the in next in the next year, 
And this is going to be um, one of my favorite moments in time. You, you guys, Rook and I were attending the um, the station-wide uh, meeting downstairs in yes. the conference room. Yes. And they're going through this extensive way of how we're going to podcast yeah. and archive the radio show. Arc of the Covenant. And Rook turns around and looks at me and gives me the... Got her. Hit save. <laughs> just hit save. He just basically said, uh, Reavers got it from here. Shot. Zero <laughs> shot at this. Such, it's the Ark of the Covenant. That's also yeah. buried on Oak Island. That's so what uh, is- the Nazis' face burned when they opened it. They dug yeah. it up. Yeah. The yeah. Knights Close Templar, they dug yeah. it up from Temple oh, Mount. God. They found it. I love that so and much. And they squirreled it away. I give that thumbs but up to Jess all the time when she says, well, you know, we have to... Yeah. What are you talking about? We'll pick no it up. Problem. What? Rookie and I were in this meeting about how to archive the show the when we were time. on the radio. Again. I mean, yeah. and then he yeah. turned around. And, okay. Um, but what? You listen to the show, Joe? What no. meeting? There's Is there a time there's I can a, do it? There's an online piece, and I, I, I'll i tell him, hey, with Rook's airport schedule, I don't know if that, that either of these is going to work for him. Because it's well, one of them is when we do GL, so it's so I that's said, Thursday. Mm-hmm. We had a big meeting once when it was still a newspaper about how to compete better with the Star Tribune. Yeah, mm-hmm. how'd that the go? The Star Tribune was delivered in plastic bags. What should we do? And I said, Why don't you just take the Star Tribune out of the plastic bag and put our paper in it? Just look it up and show it to me. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. All right, here's the ads today, gentlemen. Oh, I'm not ready. Look, Joe, you're going to have the same as yesterday. Oh, there's should be a uh, Frat, Sharpie over there. Too. Eco, and uh, the lamb. Where's but the American the experiment? I believe they're done. They were For, just through the election cycle? Forever or temporary? They were probably through the election cycle. Oh, I was doing that out loud. Um, you were mumbling. So, Joe, please do EcoFun right away. How do I save that? Oh, here, no. Let me do oh, this. No, create new content. I got it. I got it. You know what would help, Such? It's a ring. Instead of 20, mm-hmm. go 15. And we'll do three again ahead of John. How do you spell his last? Because we got 15 y. minutes. Why don't you just tell me? Okay. Ken, are you, you're not ready. Which one are you? I'm ready now, Chris. You are going to have uh, Maple Grove, Seafoam, Moon, and DK Mags. That's everything I did yesterday. No, you you did Schoonover yesterday. Oh. Um, <coughs> Just and run the tape, DK. I don't, I don't have it. That's why I need you to do it. Sorry. You Brad and Ross Ronnie are the same person. Stores. You're the same person. Both of you hate me. <laughs> we have Fratt that in common. Hardware and stores. <laughs> Rook, so I need a uh, piece of gum. Spiral. It was my breath bad. No. Kahuna and Redmond. And I believe Spiral is done. Rook, what? Spiral comes up in an email I'm going to read shortly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Spiral Kahuna and Redmond. Sorry, an Red, that, Redmond's the one that's an email done. that frightens me. Oh, and and I have Rivertown. Yes, thank yes, you. Thank you, Chris. Hey, are we ready? Who's jacked up for the first ever GL Town Council podcast? I, I mean, 
Frataloni's yeah. Hardware and Garden Stores. And Start without me. I have to pass gas. Ready, Joe? Already? Yes. Rolling. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 971. The last day of November already. November 30. 62 degrees was the record high. That was in 1922. And it was 17 below in 1964. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Hi. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Hyde in the newsroom. And of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushir. The chief writes, good day, Mr. Mayor. I won't be able to attend the first ever town council meeting. So please allocate my share of the old fashions to Rookie and Reavers. I believe your old man appreciated the classic cold weather concoction. Yeah, that was his drink. He loved old fashions. And Tattersall's version could warm even the coldest of sod huts during the Christmas season. I'll say. Please advise if the boathouse will be renting out the knack for the 1,000th show scramble. Old fashioned in a coffee mug and Stephen C. in the background, signed the chief. P.S. We should all be ashamed and apologize for making Mauna Loa belch fire and lava into the air. It was undoubtedly the fumes from our snow throwers yesterday that finally caused her to spew. 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 What was the, the old fashioned? Uh, his uh, the chief can't make it, so his share of the old fashions can be consumed by you and Reavers. They do make a very good old fashioned. That's what, fine, but you're driving, in, so you're not having one. What's in an old fashioned? It's uh, bourbon and oh, bitters. You can and, stop. Uh, out. I don't do bourbon. What was your old man's secret recipe? Did he have a specialized? He knew old- how to make a good old fashioned. Give me the bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> With a orange twist, yeah, and a little sugar, and a slice of orange, and a cherry. Mm. But that's when you're really dedicated. That's right. Now you get, later on in life, you just just pour it. And go. Speaking of <laughs> well, snow, when you're a bartender, Rook, and you're trying to make, you know, I'd like a. Oh, it sounds good, pal. I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> Speaking of snow flowers, Bruce has a good point. I have two gas-powered vehicles and a diesel mower blower. I drive to a fuel station to fill my vehicles in diesel cans for the mower and the blower. Did I miss out on getting pumps installed in my garage? Well, no, but the government is going to make sure you have an EV charger <laughs> installed in your garage. Because you, if you drive an EV, you're driving a government car. What an excellent point. It's a great point. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Rookie, did you make a bet with Ingi at some point? Because I have a card here from Ingi that says... Uh, Merry Christmas and thanks for another great year of GL. Enjoy the pretzels. I'm not eating any pretzel that was sent here in a dog bone them. box. Yeah, in yeah, a I dog will. bone I will. box. I will. I, will. I, I have. They're, they're really good. The dollar is for Rookie, who won the bet. Yeah. He turned an ordinary mailman into an iconic foghorn. Yikes. Until into an iconic GL Hall of Famer, Randolph and Mortimer. What is he talking about? He's talking about one of the greatest bets that was ever placed between two (laughs) brothers that uh, lived together for a while. Well, here's the card. What they did is they took a Harvard 
educated stockbroker. <laughs> we know how it turned works. him into a poor man and took a street guy, a street hustler, into a a very successful businessman. My legs, my legs, yeah. I can walk. <laughs> I can I've walk. Been all over them places. It's a miracle. Danang, one, two. I've been all over them places. I was Agent Orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Amy. I'll take the buck. All right. Well, I have three notes on the legalization of marijuana, and I have arrived at my position. I am opposed to the legalization of marijuana because I am just instinctively opposed to anything the far left is advocating. Okay. So you're cautiously <laughs> if, they, if they want it, I don't want yeah, it. Up until right now, <laughs> yeah. I disagreed with you, but yeah. now, yeah, that makes sense. Youper, Lisa, that would be the Upper, upper Peninsula. peninsula. Yeah. I'm listening to the November 29th podcast about legalizing pot. That was yesterday. Michigan legalized recreational pot use in the 2018 general election. Ironwood has two marijuana stores and both do a booming business. There are lines and the parking lots are full every time I drive by. I tried one half of a five milligram gummy the afternoon after we buried my husband. He passed away in April and we had the burial and memorial in July. I then had a great nap and woke up feeling mellow and happy. There's a line there, but I'm not going to use it. Okay. It might be unkind. Okay. Another note, I've measured 80 inches of snow so far this fall. Makes me wonder what winter will bring. Snow management is going well so far. The UP has two seasons, 10 months of winter and two months of bad snowmobiling. One more note. I had a dream you and I were walking down the garage logic service road of life just talking. Then I stopped, turned to you, and asked, so what's the deal with those spiral light candles? <laughs> After oh. you answered, I said, hmm, I may have to order a few. Youper, Lisa. Lisa, huh. I'll tell you what's what with the these spiral light candles. They are beautiful candles that burn in a circular motion. Now, if you're a youper, your whole life you've been burning boring candles, and that's just a shame because spiral light candles is a local company that they manufacture, they started this business in their garage. They're garage logicians, and it's a family that doesn't get in fights. You know why? Because every day they're surrounded by candles that move, burn in a spiral, spiral motion. It's fantastic How's to watch. How's it like this? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing a circle in the in the. I'm like, Royce, circle in the air. This damn candles, the damn thing you ever seen. Candles made easy. Candles made easy. Spiralite Candles is local, and they're online at spiralitecandles.com for your Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa shopping. Just go online. You see all sorts of colors, shapes, sizes, and scents. Now, if you're looking for a really neat candle that burns in a circular motion, check out the Cylinder Index Candle, special to garage logicians, but you don't even have to know the secret handshake. You just go and order it on spiralitecandles.com. Tell them you heard it on the podcast, spiralitecandles.com, youpers. Two more notes on this uh, marijuana question. Uh, Jonathan from Knoxville, Tennessee writes, I'm in the Air Force and work in drug prevention. I have never tried dope, as you call it. Here's my take. There are many things harmful that are legal, and it should be left to the individual. Furthermore, for people experimenting, I'd rather them get something legal than laced with fentanyl. I do agree with all of your arguments, but it's a freedom thing for me. If you're going to be against legalized weed, then you should be for prohibition. Alcohol is just as bad. Unlike weed, I have tried lots of it and don't take away that freedom. Uh, P.S., and I think he's hit on something here. P.S., 
You brought up the health hazard of smoking it. Is it possible that Minnesota government is go- doing a long play to sue big marijuana down the road? Except there, right now, there really is no big marijuana. Right. You'd have to sue the cartels, and you ain't going to get any Meaning, big dope. Meaning what? That once all these people get well, hooked on Well, when it came like to big tobacco, you had Marlboro to sue. You had okay. Reynolds to sue. Oh, now, just the cartels. Cerisi would right. be hard-pressed to find somebody to sue about marijuana. Who are you going to sue? But if he did, he'd win. Well, he's. He, I've never. I've never won an argument with him. Right. Right. <laughs> and finally, Bert writes: Beyond being pointless and another ploy to get votes from the lowest common denominator sector, weed is essentially legal anyway. As you have stated, all one needs to do is walk or drive around the city on any given day, and you will note various strains of side salad. The larger problem is that with legalization, we will create yet another layer of government. God knows what that will morph into. The, de- the devil's lettuce. Yeah, the devil's <laughs> lettuce. I never heard that term before. Is that? Oh, oh my God. Hi, how are you? Hi, you call me there? I want to address tree inequity because hmm. we certainly have it. It's a real thing. Uh, daylight savings is, is racist. It the is. Trees, uh, the lack of trees is racist. Mm-hmm. The people of Detroit have been offered trees by the government and they don't want them. <laughs> Because they're being offered by the government. (laughs) Well, I can't disagree with that. Detroiters are refusing city-sponsored trees. uh, And they don't want them. It's a green initiative for black and brown communities. Because black and brown people can't plant a tree. They don't know how. That's a white thing. Okay. And they've been deprived of learning that. They prefer just inner city uh, concrete They just want tar. Okay. All right. One black environmental professor... In the sky where the tree once was. <laughs> oh, that was uh, a look. Yeah, it was. Wow. Elliot Payne. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yikes. Where uh, Elliot Payne, a black environmental professional, described experiences where green groups presumed to know what's best for communities of color without including them in the decision making and planning processes. That That little sentence there sums up so much of what the left is guilty of. And they're guilty of their presuppositions. We know what's best for you. They took menthol cigarettes out of convenience stores in St. Paul, but they want to legalize marijuana. Laughable. Laughable. Right. They also raise the price on anything flavored um, tobacco-wise. So all the swishers and all those kind of things. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They've doubled or tripled the price. In 2014, Detroit was a few years deep into a campaign to reforest its streets after decades of neglecting and maintain its depleted tree canopy. A local environmental nonprofit called the Greening of Detroit was the city's official partner for carrying out that reforesting task, which it had started doing on its own when it was founded in 1989. By 2014, the Greening of Detroit had received additional funding to ramp up its tree planting services to the tune of 1,000 to 5,000 new trees per year. To meet that goal, it had to penetrate neighborhoods somewhat more aggressively than it had in the past and win more buy-in from the residents. But the planters met resistance. Mm -hmm. In other words, you do-gooders, you got enough trees in the rich neighborhoods. Right. Now you're going to come in here and shove trees down our throat. We know how to deal with trees. Right. Nothing's Roughly better a quarter than a nice tunnel filled street like Summit Avenue. Roughly a quarter of the 7,500 residents the uh, 
the environmental group approach, declined offers to have trees planted in front of their homes. It was a high enough volume of rejection for such an otherwise valuable service that University of Vermont researcher Christine e. Carmichael wanted to know the reasons behind it. So she began looking for uh, uh, reasons. And what she found is the rejections had more to do with how the tree planters presented themselves. Mm. We're here to save you. Right. Interesting. We're right. here to tell you what's Holier best for than you. Thou. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, but they provide shade and cooling and absorb air pollution, especially from traffic, and they increase property values. But Detroit folks were submitting no tree requests were rooted in how they have historically interpreted their lived experiences in the city or what Carmichael called their heritage narratives. Uh, these are the stories that people from all walks of Detroit life tell themselves and each other about why city conditions are the way they are. The heritage narratives that residents shared about trees were different from the ones shared about people in city government. And, uh, uh, so we got people that were even linking tree planting to the racist moment in Detroit's history right after the 1969, I'm sorry, the 67 race rebellion, when the city suddenly began cutting down trees in bulk. The city did this, as the women understood it, so that law enforcement and intelligence agents could better surveil black neighborhoods from helicopters. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. The city was chopping down trees at a faster clip at That's this time. The reason? And the city was flying helicopters over their homes at one point to spray toxic DDT from above on the trees. However, the government stated reason for the mass tree choppings oh. was that the trees were dying off from Dutch elm disease. These were competing heritage narratives of the same event, the clearing away of trees in the 60s. The two narratives are in conflict, uh, but they... Uh, they have led to the rejection of trees today. So I don't blame, I don't blame anyone in a black neighborhood for saying, get the hell out of here. No mention though, of the reason that it really makes me mad. And I know Matt, you just brought up how much you love trees on the boulevard. Oh yeah. Have Somebody you ever replaced, have you ever replaced the sewer pipe that runs from your home to the street, the pipe in the street? It, we're talking $20,000 at least, and all me? of the damage is caused by tree route, uh, roots. Um, I was told by uh, Bob the drain guy, who's a garage <laughs> logician, because my main only drain... one. Just It's a guy named Bob. Yeah, he's, he's he's Bob. Yeah. Say, Bob. Bob. I'm the drain guy. Yeah. 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 He told me of a product that once every six months, you pour this down your main sewer drain, and it knocks back the... It kills the... the these old pipes weren't one solid bit. They were like tile, two foot tiles put together. Hmm. You know, why are you scaring me? Butted now? up, and the tree root comes down and starts pushing that all around. Next thing you know, you're you know the stuff that goes through the pipe has got a little built in dam there. Next thing you know, your basement's filled with that stuff that goes through the pipe. I need a hero. <laughs> are you uh? Are you done with marijuana talk for the day? I can be. Because sewer talk is intriguing me. Well, the only reason yeah. I, because I, I, I found this this morning and I didn't know if marijuana, marijuana excuse Whoa. me, was coming up. Oof. But you heard about the Minnesota Department of Health. No. Okay. Um, well, they confirmed today that two new uh, diagnoses mm -hmm. can get you qualified for Minnesota's medical marijuana program. All right. One of them is obsessive compulsive disorder, which I'm sure a lot of us doesn't all, have that. All of us have that. Who doesn't have that? <laughs> that one off. But the other one is um, 
irritable bowel syndrome. I don't have that. I do now. I kind of do after that pull. Oh, sure. Rookie's going to have that on the We're way down. Out of <laughs> she's, she's churning. She's churning. Something's brewing. Hi, one. Go on your tiptoes. Yes. There you go. If you do that in the car. Oh, <laughs> I, I already. I will, I what did will. I just do to you a couple minutes ago? <laughs> he gave me the motion that something's going on. I down here. got the car. <laughs> she's brewing. And throw you into a snowbank. <laughs> Not for COVID, but you're going to need a mask. So, so, <laughs> so dope will uh, uh, alleviate irritable bowel syndrome, according to the which Minnesota I'm sure is miserable. And if that oh. helps people with irritable bowel syndrome, uh, more power to it. Relaxes the muscles, right? Yeah. OCD too. That that'll calm you down. You know. So. Yeah, it'll be a pleasant ride, I'm sure, for you. I have until Christmas to get to EcoFun Motorsports. What are you going to get? Because I've got people. They got your scooter right now, don't they? Yes. Okay. Tim picked it up. Nice. Uh, I've got people who are counting on me to deliver some goods next summer, if you know what I mean. I think I do. Like uh, weed? maybe a youth ATV. <laughs> he got weed. Maybe the golf cart. Okay. Right? There's a place now for all of these items to be assembled and right now and through christmas at ecofund motorsports in go. forest lake in burnsville you got the electric bikes on sale the scooters on sale plus free heated storage if you need it until christmas yeah. uh, over 100 youth atvs and dirt bikes in stock the uh 200 cc electric electronic fuel injected golf carts are a grand off they got the LED light bar, the fold-out windshield. Go on the website and look at this thing and tell me I don't need one. I need one. Also, a full-size ATV with 2,000-pound winch and a 48-inch KFI steel snowblade. Mm. $58.99. That sounds terribly reasonable to me. I've never owned a big ATV, but that sounds reasonable, particularly with the plow. You know what I'd get with that? I'd get the little hut you build up around it, the little plastic <laughs> oh, cab. Yeah. Yes. So sure. you can be out there in the wind. The yes. hut. Well, whatever. The a little hut. A little I knew cabin. It was just get nice and cozy. Yeah. <laughs> a 0% interest financing for one year on all products in stock. Helmets, helmets, apparel, great service. EcoFun Motorsports. It's on Highway 97 in Forest Lake, immediately west of 35e you can't miss a great big brand new store and in burnsville on the uh, service road of life near county road 42 uh right right off that uh, 35 w over there it's w and on this mm -hmm. side it's it's e and uh, a great uh, great website at ecofunmotorsports.com So here I was yesterday just minding my own business, and I get a call from Jim from Hofferman Water and just wanted to follow up and say, hey, Reeves, I just wanted to see how the drinking water system's going. And so we chatted for a bit because Jim's the man. And that's the kind of treatment you're going to get if you decide to do business with Hofferman Water and get that Connecticut system installed. They're fantastic people, and they want to make sure that you and your family are happy with your decision, and I certainly am. I've been a customer of Hofferman for years now, and I'm telling you, you will be satisfied if you make the switch with your drinking water system or maybe your water softer with Kinetico. Or maybe you're in the market for a iron rust and odor filtration system. Listen, they are the best, and they will take great care of you 
and your family. A new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage big time, but it's also going to protect the appliances inside of your home because bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. You get that new system from Hofferman and Connecticut, and your showers are so much better. And so was your laundry and your drinking water. So do me a favor, get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or just visit their website, which is HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell Jim and the crew at Hofferman that the Garage Logic podcast sent you. He also said, GL is the best thing we ever did. Sort of the magnet people. Gators? They're coming back. For the holiday season? Rook, did you? I'll ask you on the air. Okay. Uh, Finish the chili. Yes. <laughs> it's such a dumbass. Might have to take my car because I don't want you to just spoil her. I can burn a, I can burn a hole in that driver's seat. Chad's going to say, what was in here? I see flames. <laughs> I see flames. Uh, it's gonna make you sit on a old sweater or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> how many more uh, segments do you want before John? Two, please. Let's go here. I'm, Let's go. I gotta go to work. Hit the thing. Yeah, I gotta shower and drive to Wisconsin yet. Come on. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores. Sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushi. I've got a mansplaining alert right here, right now. If you don't like being mansplained to you uh, to, uh, by a dumb dumb like me, let me ease your headphones down a little bit. It's a, a big year end rebate program in progress right now at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. I'd like to call it a sale, but it really isn't a sale. It's one of these deals like. Remember the old days at Williams where you'd pay a cover charge and you'd go in for the first 30 minutes, you get a free drink, and then uh, after 30 minutes, you pay $1 for a drink? Yep. And, yeah, it's one of those kind of deals. Okay. Yeah, progressive. Spend $999 to $1299. You get $50 in-store instant rebate and then $50 via the mail. That, any way you add that up, I don't care what kind of racist math you use, that's 100 bucks. Uh, 1300 to 1999, 75 bucks, and it goes on and on and on all the way you until you get up to 8,500 or more. You get a total rebate of $700. Merry Christmas, GLers. You can see the entire lineup. That of is lip- not canceling Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, whatever. Guy. Yeah. Yes. The, Santa. Uh, yeah, irritating man. Was that on last night? Rudolph was. Oh. Uh, MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com is where you see the entire Liberty lineup. They're made in the USA by Americans, transferable lifetime warranties, and obviously the best built safes on the planet. Come on. Maple Grove Lock and Safe, the website, the address, if you're going to stop in and pick one out, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and tell them GL sent you. Rook, do you recall the, do you recall the, uh, Oh, yeah. I was the one that asked for that, You too. really did. Yeah. Kenny Williams closed. I know. I'm bummed. They used to start that at 3 p.m. We'd be sit-standing out front 
at 10 to 3. What are you talking <laughs> about? How's your Williams, liver alive? One of the greatest bars yeah. ever. Williams oh. Peanut Bar, Joe's, downstairs in the basement. You pay, I'd like $2. Oh, where? Basement of what? Williams Peanut Bar. It was on Hennepin Don't and uh, yeah. Lagoon. Lagoon. Oh, Lagoon. yeah. It was in Uptown. They're it, closed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they just closed. <laughs> you s- spend a small cover charge. The first 30 minutes, your beer is free. What? The second 30 minutes, it's a buck or a quarter That's or pretty good. something ridiculous like that. Wow. By the time 6 p.m. rolls around, you're taking a cab home, my friend. <laughs> or in our case, we took a cab over to the CC Club and then a cab oh over to Lincoln Lyles and then a cab home. <laughs> you recall uh, a call we got one time from a guy? It was around Christmas time. Christmas lights? In Maplewood. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I think he was out Maple Grove Way, and he was complaining because people were looking at his lights. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You recall that? Lou. I'm wondering if you have that in the archives. His name is Lou. Um, That'd be a good one to have in the archives. A guy named Lou, and what he did is complain mightily that people had the nerve yes. to actually stop in front of his house. He said he didn't prepare those lights for anyone else. No, those were no, for he, his kid. It was for his kid because he had lost his wife. Yeah. And that part was sad. And he he put the uh, thing together for the kids. But all these buses kept coming through. And he he, he felt he got kind of he felt put over, upon. Put upon because he did all this effort. And now all these paying taxis and limo services yeah. are They're getting by, rich off the Getting guy. rich off. That's what bothered him. That's yeah. why he called. It wasn't that he was a bah humbug. What do you think it was called in here, Rookie? Um, I think it was Lou. Lou isn't in there? L-E-W? Mm-mm. Well, we have a similar case in Burnsville. Oh, I saw the story. A couple in Burnsville were extremely uh, hurt to have someone criticize their holiday decorations. And, of course, they did it anonymously. Mm, After dark, Adam Duncan's yard inflates to life. He once won a Burnsville yard decorating contest. That would be a major award. Okay, yes, it would be. And has even inspired some of his neighbors to decorate over the seasons. And when his Burnsville townhome glows, his personality does too. (laughs) It's something I can do to brighten people's lives and spirit. Duncan said, I'm a pretty quiet person and this is my only way to shine. So this guy, you know, he waits all year for this. Right. Right. Start setting it up early. This is not just. He's uh, thinking about this in July. Right. However, someone tried to dim his lights last week in a red envelope resembling a holiday card. Someone mailed an anonymous letter writing, your yard decorations, if you can call it that, are very much an eyesore in this neighborhood. Wow. We received a letter and uh, Adams was crushed. He was teary-eyed. He's, what did I do? Do I take it down? Said his wife, Brandy Joy. She has kind of a Christmas name, doesn't she? Mm -hmm. Brandy Joy. (laughs) Understandably angry herself, she put a spotlight on the person in multiple Facebook groups, calling them a Grinch. Through thousands of positive Facebook comments, the couple found some of the holiday spirit they had lost. Mm. I've had people reach out from Australia, England, all over the U.S. and all over Minnesota, asking if they can send us Christmas cards, if they can donate anything, telling me their stories about Christmas really helps, she said. Uh, so I have a question that might be a little bit indelicate and I don't want to make an ableist slur. Um, but (laughs) is the uh, guy in question, is he, 
We're getting there. Okay. okay. He might be the water guy no, on, on the basketball team. We're getting you know there. Saying? We're getting there. Right. Let's have a little charity, a little okay. respect. I told you it was wrong. Speaking out Christmas's help, <laughs> Duncan spent three weeks putting together the holiday display. For him, it's become an outlet to help continue his sobriety. Oh, well, okay. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. We all have our story. My story is recovery. The person might have their story, Duncan said. The couple now says maybe the person responsible isn't a green grump trying to steal Christmas at all, but rather someone in need. We understand that not everybody enjoys the holiday season. Maybe you have a loved one you lost during this time, and it's really hard. Maybe it's your first holiday season without them, Joy said. So they hope to spread that compassion uh, the way it was done for the Grinch in Whoville. Who in the hell wrote this? <laughs> You're Rose Schmidt. What channel? Channel nine. Channel nine. nine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Duncan and Joy said they really appreciate people offering a decoration or money, but instead they ask people to donate to their favorite charities or do something nice for their neighbors. Why? Uh, I saw a picture of it, didn't I? Did you, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking right at Didn't it right seem now. that intrusive to me. Not at all. Well, was there a, do theme, a, lot. Yeah. a theme problem? Yeah, John has the picture. Is there a theme problem? No, there's it Santa. Wasn't water skiers and Santa, no, was it? Penguins. There's a blow-ups of Santa, snowman, Rudolph. Uh, there's a chimney, a Christmas kind of chimney, and an elf. And then yeah. the rest are all just uh, various lights all over the place. Yeah, Christmas trees, that? lights. Yeah, that's nice Any blow-up blondes or brunettes or no. anything like that? No. In the back. Yeah. Well, I, I think that that's... Uh, uh, I do hope we someday we can find that call from Lou because we were taken aback. I know that I know that we've have it because we have replayed that. Uh, it's just a matter of finding where it I mean, is. The right guy now. actually had the nerve to bitch about people looking at his lights. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Again, that was his his spin was people you get are all making kinds money of calls over the years, don't you? One of my favorite ones that I'm really trying hard to find is the 100 year old lady. Um. <laughs> That we had, yeah. and it was just a train wreck. I mean, we were right off the rails from the get go. Well, we tried, and uh, that that gives me such a good idea, though. Uh, my buddy up north, Tyler, um, I drove by his place the other night, and he's got one tree in his yard that he's strung with lights. I think I'm just going to pull into his driveway well, one night and just sit there. Just look at him. <laughs> just sit fix. there. Get your fix. He's going to call. What the hell are you doing? I'm enjoying your Christmas. Uh, no, thanks for the effort. Merry Appreciate Christmas, it. buddy. <laughs> I can get behind people who complain if the, if the decorations have a, a terribly evident theme problem. You don't like penguins on water skis. No, what are you doing with water skis and Beach Boy music next to the elves? <laughs> right. What I about mean, the that's... whole what about the whole blow up craze that we've got? I'm not now. a blow up guy. Yeah. A lot I, of blow ups yeah, everywhere. I, there was I don't know if it was local or not, but I saw something on social media where someone did the Matrix theme with sound and everything. It's it was really cool. Yeah, it was well, really How neat. would you feel about an old uh, sleigh in the front yard? I would love that. I think yeah. that'd be neat. Cool. If it was real. Did you see that on yeah. the uh, Christmas, Great American Christmas Light Show? Uh-uh. On Channel 5? No. Where That's they go across you'd the watch, country. isn't it? Yeah, I watched it last night. People in Georgia scared me. W- what about... It's a contest. Joe, have you seen any of the videos that the people that program their lights to run off yeah, the sure. music? That's, the That's what this show. was. Where, this Matrix where are you at with about. that? Are you okay with that? I'm okay. I, I'm a. I'm just kind of a live and let live guy. Like we had a Trans-Siberian neighbor... We had a neighbor last year that had the whole deal, the setup where you could turn into a radio station and you could hear it played inside your car. But it was neat. I, wow. I would like to do that only with like 
I don't know, some like old replacements. I need a GD job yeah. or half school. <laughs> and then yeah. there's always there's the great Christmas light rivalry. Where yes. The guy unplugs. Mm, the yes. Lights. Yes. Yeah. And I also thought the one the that's guy what from... I'm going to do to Tyler. That's oh, what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go by and unplug, unplug it. <laughs> there was one video of a uh, a young couple. We can move on. And then the, the, the young lady was in the front yard in about a foot of snow. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Trying to get the elf to stay lit. And the husband, you can see him in the back there pulling. <laughs> and it says, uh, 911, I'd like to report a murder or an upcoming murder. Because <laughs> as soon as she figures out, she's going to kill him. See, I'd like to tell you that uh, Governor Wall's inaugural event is coming up January 7th. Oh. And for a hundred grand, you can get a premiere ticket. Ooh. I'm, I'm sorry. You said a hundred thousand dollars. That Who? gives you 12 tickets, uh, valet parking, pictures, and the whole deal. Who's you coming are here? Kidding me. And then uh, for a champion class, you, 50 grand, you're down to eight tickets and all the other goodies. Then you can go, go to an advocate level. That's 25 grand. Okay. And then you can go to an ally, that's ten grand. And then you can go to a friend, just a lousy two-bit friend. friend. And what do you get? For Five him? grand. What do you get for asshat? Uh, well, that's friend. You're cleaning. You get two tickets and parking. <laughs> yeah, you're doing dishes. Two, two dishes tickets in the back. So, they, so wait a minute now. If if the friend level at five grand gets you two tickets, is there any means for the public to attend the inaugural? How can the public attend if it's a good question? If you need at least five grand to this even be for, a friend, this is for walls. Yeah, who? who it's called hell? One Minnesota, January twenty seventh. Do this, but who benefits is what I want to know. What? Who gets the money? Uh, the Tim Walls Fund. Is it for no. more information? No. Contact. Uh, Come on, Squints, you can do it. Somebody make some. Christian McMullen. Close. Ah, yes. Ah, uh, uh, where's Kristen McMullen? This was emailed to me. And uh, Michael Fitzpatrick. I'm assuming, wait a minute, I'll, I'll mm. take something back here. I'm assuming that's the inaugural. Look up Walls' well, inaugural well, date. Wait a minute. Maybe you, this is some charity event I don't know anything about. It's for the committee, it looks like. The committee of what? The inaugural committee. Oh, okay. So this has to so do with it the inaugural. Is, yeah. Tickets to a pre-inaugural reception and commemorative oh. photos with the governor. Oh, boy. So then the, the inauguration is free and done in public with the public watching. Apparently, this is where if, you're, if you've got enough wealth to pretend you're a liberal, you go and get your picture taken. I would rather it. chew off my own swimsuit area yeah. than to pay $1. Um, Kenny, um, I'm, I'm going to answer your question here. I've got a story. This is from the Minnesota Reformer. Four years ago... Uh, citing basically the same thing that Joe just read. Four years ago, Walls' inauguration committee brought in $690,000 in donations from labor unions, corporations, lobbying groups, and tribes, oh, according to federal tax filings. Those people. It far exceeded the $195,000 Governor Dayton raised in 2015 and the $300,000 Republican Governor Tim Plenty raised in 2003. So there you go. You want So to what did I... Okay, on inauguration day... My wife and I were invited to the governor's residence when he came home after being inaugurated. And there was a you mean the body, right? Yeah, body. Yeah. Yeah. So but we didn't we didn't pay for anything. We didn't have that was a private party. 
That was with his family and friends and people who had worked on the campaign. What about that silverware you took home with you? I still got it. Cool. <laughs> State of Minnesota. <laughs> These are the say? people yep. that you want to avoid when you're no longer here. That's right. You want an estate plan and a will. Right. Constructed by attorneys. Planned out. Who've been doing it for more than 70 years. Got Eckberg, it. Lammers. So I don't want to just give it all to the government? No, because if you kick the can... Get on the land. And you haven't done anything. Right. Your family's left in a lurch because you haven't organized anything. You know, I call it the dead book. Yeah. I have a dead book. Yeah, you got a dead book? <laughs> so when I'm there dead, take this book and go through it. Ledger. And you get all your stuff here. Crusty ledger. That's what Eckberg Lammers does. You don't have to call it a dead book. I'm being somewhat ribald. Kenny and I have it a different, different agreement. We're yeah. going to destroy each other's computers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, a little different. I don't have kind that. Of, kind of the same thing, that. but a little different. <laughs> Electronic ledger. Yeah. Lammers will help you. They'll make it smooth. You want the transition to be smooth. As I say, they've been doing this for a long time, and they specialize in working with people like us. And if you don't think you need an estate plan, think again. You all have stuff, and you don't want that to end up in the hands of the courts. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want, and you leave nothing behind except happy people because they don't have to have a heart attack running around finding pieces of paper in your closet and wondering what the hell it is. Right, what is this all password right. mean? All right, so get it done. I don't care how old you are. It's important. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers. At six five, I did my mother's. And it, I, honest to God, I lost hearing. Yeah, I got TMJ. Ooh. Uh, That's the best advice you've ever given me, Such. For a whole different reason, you said uh, you got to be mute and deaf. Yep, and that's how you deal with the your family. Mm -hmm. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers. Take care of this today. Six five one four three nine two eight seven eight, or visit Eckberg Lammers at eckberglammers.com slash will. Uh, Deb, so sorry to hear about your loss. Uh, I'm going to need that laptop. Um, <laughs> so there's times, there's times when they're on the speakerphone and I'll just hit mute so they can't hear me and I'll just scream at them, you bleeping idiot. And then, then turn the mute back up. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Best advice you ever gave me. I don't recall. I, I would love to relish after, the compliment. After it happened, I told you. What, what your dad? I was, well, it's just. Whatever. It, yeah. yeah. What? I, I was getting phone calls. You from, mean that one thing? From uh, everybody. Yeah. And uh, why Why do I have to be the sounding board? No, you know nothing. No, nothing. The, uh, Lisa from the UP, I was going to say something. She said she took the gummy after her husband. Right. I woke up happy. Oh. And I was wondering, you know, well. <laughs> I think you uh I think you were made a good edit. Well, but maybe Lisa's a town council member. Hi Lisa. I, I mean that only in the of course. in the best way. I think if you're a town council member, you got a <laughs> yeah. good sense of humor about it. I mean, I think the C P could take a couple of gummies when I kick and will just increase her dancing level on my grade. <laughs> Didn't she? As soon I thought oh. she said Ironwood, didn't she? Yeah. She said Ironwood, and you know what I started thinking about as soon as she said Ironwood. Huh. Oh, those battle axes on stage with their kids sitting behind. Oh, them they're doing, doing homework, homework at the bar. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> First thing I thought about was an MG that's for sale up in Iron 
River. Iron River. Yeah. Moon River. Iron River. Got a moon river. Joe, yeah. I can give you some more info on this wall stuff if you want it. When we I back. want you to in your news. In the news, I'll do it before the Make news. Make it then. part yep. of the John Height news experience. I will Brooklyn. open the news with that. Is I mean, Redmond's done? Do you, do you, do you suppose today, any yes, of those today. people? You know what? I'm going to save it. It might be a legit question. Here's um, rookie four something. Uh, we're going to do Kahuna as soon as I pull it up here. K-A-H. Got it. <clears throat> you ready, Huna? Mm-hmm. Rolling. Okay, garage logicians. I want you to do yourself a favor. Is and it the season? It is the season. Yeah. This really is the season. There is a season for this. And this season is holiday lights. And Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services will do a top drawer job. They have safe ladders. They have wonderful, safe people that know exactly what they're doing. So if you've got to put lights up on that second or third floor, maybe two and a half stories up, they will do it for you, and you will not have to get nervous like I do, climbing up a six-foot ladder, 12-foot ladder, whatever the case may be. It is not only going to look good, but you are going to stay safe. So get in touch with them. There's two ways to do that. Old school is the telephone number. By the way, they're veteran-owned, and they are a Garage Logic podcast follower, 612-888-5248, 612-888-5248. Or you can be modern and just go to kahunawindowcleaning.com. Don't worry about the window cleaning. We'll worry about that in the spring, in the gutter, et cetera. Right now, they're focusing on scheduling holiday lights, and you can have your holiday lights installed in your home Today, well, we make an appointment, but call them today, 612-888-5248, kahunawindowcleaning.com. Um, yeah. Damn it, don't do that. I wonder why they don't put that on their website, though. But what? How about their nudes? Lights. Oh. Kenny, got something here? Yep. Nudes. Huh? Hmm. Huh? Yeah. Let's go. I need a minute. Got to trim it up. Trim it up, baby. Trim it up, baby. Jesus. Yeah, you missed the, you missed the big man on Monday, Rook. <laughs> what is? The lights. Yeah, let's play it right now. The what? Oh, the light Lou. thing. I I looked for it's, Lou. It's Jimmy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And checking it twice. So, try to think of something Walls is seriously, really, really, really against. The entire Democratic Party and Walls, what do they really, really hate? You. Trump. <laughs> Freedom. Combustion engines. Yep. You know, it took me uh, a few years to realize, John, that I just thought of this because Zoe Deschanel is in the movie Elf. Yes, she is. I did I, not realize that. Who is I, can, that? I can't She's watch very, that movie. Very, very cute. That's that one movie. of the that's one of the few Will um, Ferrell Ferrell movies that I can't tolerate. I love that movie. I, I hate yeah. him in that movie so much, huh. and in other movies, I just absolutely love. What do you him. not like about his character? That whole character, I don't think anybody could play that character without me from, wanting to kill him. From now on, when Kenny calls me, I'm going to pick up the phone and say, Hi, this is Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? <laughs> I stumbled across a, a documentary on Creedence Clearwater Revival last night. 
I saw, yeah, the Royal Albert Hall thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were considered the biggest band in the world for a while. What? Oh, yeah, they were huge. Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. Gigantic. Yeah. What year? Like around 69, 69 yeah. Holy crap. I never would have guessed. Yeah, when that. I was seventh, eighth grade, they were, yeah, gigantic. They weren't that good. Oh, oh come, come on. They're not, what? They're not. You're not a good band. They're, oh, I my mean, God. Musicianship. I'm with you, Johnny. Was, I love CCR. I love uh, Born in the Bayou. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it's one of my all-time favorite songs. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm becoming of the opinion that you two may have a, a serious lack of rock. Well, what happened level. to them? What happened to them? Yeah, what, why well, what did do you they mean? start sucking so Well, much? why did they break up? Because they, hell, he didn't talk to his brother, the rhythm guitarist, the rest of his life after that. They, Why? Because all the other band members wanted equal shares of writing time and stuff. Oh. So he started giving it to them. And then the last two albums, there was four great cuts on both albums, all written by John Fogarty and the rest sucked. And then he said, see ya, we can't do this anymore. And they all hated each other forever, oh. forever. He never, he didn't talk to Tom Fogarty for like 20 years. Well, I hate his all brother. of them. So well, they had you're, to make you're some wrong. money I'm for sorry. a while. Oh, John Fogarty. I just got to be, you know, loaded. I would assume. He's got to be. I mean, look how many. Dead? No. No, he's still performing. Well, he's all at the end of his life. They're all Vietnam he's, War songs. He still sounds They're great. They're all protest well, songs. Well, Doug Clifford was in the Coast what? Guard and John Fogarty was in the Army. <laughs> if you've got a Vietnam War, you are obligated to play a CCR song. You have no choice. That's true, but they weren't all Vietnam songs. I mean, yeah, Down on the sound, Corner wasn't, Looking Out My Back sound, Door wasn't. They all wasn't. sound the same. God Almighty! I Every just, song I don't understand at all what what you consider rock and roll. I just sorry. don't understand. I don't understand. Well, it's a shame they ended up hating each other. They seem like good guys. Oh, they hate. Yeah, they hated each other. I mean, yeah. And Stu Cook went and played. Uh, he was with uh, Southern Pacific in the eighties. Uncle Tupelo, way better than CC. Did Doug Clifford um, ever land I, anywhere? Tonight, when I see you, Kenny, I'm just going to walk up and deck you. <laughs> Uh, Did the drummer ever end up anywhere? I don't think. I think. Well, I think he played in bands, but nothing that uh, you know charted. Oops, that's right. I can't play that on here. Uh, don't do that, Chris. That's like the first song all guitar players learn at age four. It's really mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. Well, you're I wrong. You're wrong again. But you know, so what? Rising. What are we doing? What was the song they used in Apocalypse Now? Wasn't that there was a CCR song? Probably that, that one, or was it Fortunate Son? Maybe. Yeah, probably Fortunate. Let's go. Son. Don't they do a rock and roll band Fortnite song playing in a traveling band? Yeah, traveling band. That's traveling a, band. that one's that's, tolerable. That's got nothing to do with the Vietnam War. But it's quick. It's a nice quick song. It's All not, their songs are quick. Not well, Born on the Bayou. Not. They're from San Francisco, and they tried to. They come off like they're from Ohio or no, something. Well, like not Louisiana. Ohio, like a Louisiana a swamp yeah, area. Same thing. Well, Jesus, God, you haven't ever been more wrong in your life, life than this entire Joe, conversation. Uh, John, I got to say, you're really easy today. Seriously. Well, see, growing up, uh, it was the Beatles and, you know, Credence and Grand Funk for me. So you're picking on, you know, one of my favorite bands growing up. So Stacy, the geologist who has my cell phone number, uh, I 100% agree on CCR, can't stand them. Well, right. she's wrong, too. You guys are Stacey, all wrong. Stacy, I'm Get your cell phone. Number. I am buying you a drink, Stace. <laughs> what? V uh, Crabby. A lack of uh, understanding of rock and roll oh. going on here. Brooke, I'm listening to CCR right now. Hey. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Are we rolling or not? No. I'd like to. Oh. 
Rolling. Reavers. I'm looking up. Ro- are we rolling on the oh, river? Oh, that video I sent you. I don't get it. I pulled up Krabby. Did you guys? Hey, uh, no, he's not. I yeah. texted you back. I don't get it. Got two twenty dollar oh. bills. I I put in a twenty. You put in a twenty. Right. Right. There's a bad. I you take me, the forty. I give and you give me thirty. Yeah. How do we each make ten dollars? Uh, you don't. She she's wrong. It took me a long time, but I finally figured it out. She's wrong. She lost ten bucks. She lost ten. She's minus. She 10. lost ten bucks. The guy's and the guy plus that 10. was acting like a dummy. Her boyfriend. Made ten bucks. Yeah, he's plus ten. She's minus. 10. I had to actually write down. Okay, she started. That with was 50. green paint, red paint. <laughs> she started with fifty dollars, and she, no, she ended started with forty. No, segment. no. <laughs> she had fifty dollars in her pocket. Total. She put At down the a twenty. He put down a twenty. Right. Then hardware. she said, "I'll give you thirty dollars if I can and take this take 40. 40. Right. So now instead of having fifty dollars. She has she forty dollars, right? And, and instead of having twenty, he has thirty. But for a while, I'm going, oh, he just got screwed. And then, then I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what? Are you listening? Do yeah. you, are you listening? Did you watch that video I sent last night? No, that Facebook video. Mm-mm. Math problem. <laughs> yeah, I got it right I, away. I, I didn't pull it up only because I don't have Facebook on my phone. Rook, did you find it? Yes, yes, we found it. Did he well, only call once? I think so. I'm ready if you guys don't let me forget. I got to go to the credit (laughs) union before we uh, here we go. I'm rolling. Yeah, we are. I got to get Stacy drunk tonight. (laughs) Maybe she'll like CCR justice and the (laughs) souteray. Put a can in tomorrow. Why? Why not today? I'm talking seafoam here. Keep up, would you? Um, Why tomorrow is the first day of the month. Uh, Every first day of the month is seafoam day. That's when you you go into the sea store for your carton of ice rice. Grab a can of seafoam. Uh, throw that in there. It helps lubricate and keep the moving parts of your internal and combustion engine very happy. Stabilizes fuel, preserves ignition vapors, the whole deal. Uh, Seafoam's pitch, really what it should be is uh, this This stuff is amazing. Work har- uh, work. Don't work harder. Work smarter. Did that make sense? Sure. Yeah, Am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, very easy to find wherever you buy your heaters or your nuts and bolts or your car parts or your hunting stuff. doesn't matter. Seafoam's everywhere. A local company, a global reach, and a miracle in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. Before we go oh. to John Height, might I remind the GLers that tonight at midnight, the auction closes on the original production art that Greg Holcomb ah. did for the maps of Garage Logic and Gumption County. They'll be sold as a set. Mm. That auction has been running all week. It concludes tonight at 12 a.m. Archival quality materials used in the creation of these maps and uh, both Holcomb and I have uh uh said that charities will benefit. Good. Yes. Good. Yes. Are we going to play this now, rookie? Is that what oh, you like? Oh, the crabby light guy? Let's play it after John's news. Well, I thought we were going to do another segment. How long is it? <laughs> huh? We did. She I asked. feel like Johnny Carson. At what no, point did we, I lose control we, of the we, show? We, we didn't. We, we didn't. We didn't? This I'll do whatever segment. whatever you'd like three. me to. All right, do this thing. There's <laughs> a variety of children's books out for just in time for the holidays. <laughs> right? Huh? Uh, what, what specific holiday? Any holiday. And uh, I've got a list of them here. Please. This is Gucci Gucci by Chi Yan Chen. Really? Yeah, Gucci Gucci. Is this take his call? Uh, 
Just a minute. Hmm. Lou? Yeah, this is Lou. Lou, you're on. Mr. Suchere, how are you today? Good. Fine. Listen, uh, I guess I'm wondering if you might help me with a little something. Right. I'm wondering why people feel that they are entitled to lighting displays on private homes. What? Yeah. Well, I want to know why people think that they're entitled to drive down the street and stop in front of my house and look at my displays. Well, they're public roadways. The taxpayers pay for them. They have every right in the world to drive by and, and look at the lights. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, I'm finding it very irritating. And, uh, uh, I mean, Joe, there are literally hundreds of people that don't belong in my neighborhood. They're probably not from my community that probably are not paying taxes that are driving by my house watching my lights that I didn't put up for them at all. I put them up for the kids, my children. Where do you live? I live in Maple Grove. Up, wait, wait, wait. Now you're going to try to get me to, to talk about where I live so people come by. No, I, I was just, you called me. I was just wondering. So what is it? There's, a, there's an extreme entitlement, I feel. These people come by. It's, you know, I'm here now in front of my house waiting. I, I haven't had any, uh, any buses or any limousines come by yet, but uh, those are the ones that I know don't belong here. And I, I try to keep them moving, keep them along. I mean, you're standing outside now? Yes, sir. Well, let me ask you something. Uh, do you have an elaborate display? Well, I don't know if you call it elaborate. Uh, uh, 56,000 lights with uh, reindeer. I've got, uh, you know, I mean, it's a top-notch display, in my opinion. But, uh, it's, I mean, I've seen bigger. <laughs> the the, the, the uh, Minnesota Zoo has a bigger selection. 56,000 lights, and you're surprised that people want to... Why aren't you happy? Why aren't you proud of the fact yeah, right. that... I mean, you, did you have some reasonable expectation that people were going to ignore this? No, it's not that they would ignore it, but I wouldn't. I didn't think that they would be as interested as they are. Or they, There's this feeling of entitlement. These people come by and, and take pictures. They stop their buses. They... They, uh, a couple of people have tried to give me canned goods, and I don't want canned goods. <laughs> I just want this is for my son. <laughs> you got lights up. You said you added. Well, you put fifty six thousand lights <laughs> up with lit reindeer, and you're you're at you're you want life to go on as normal, Mr. Souchere. This is this is normal in my in my life. People. People shouldn't stop and make it a burden on me in front of my house, you know, pulling into my driveway with no legitimate business. Let me ask you something. Uh, how many years have you been putting up lights? This is the, the fourth year. I started when my son was eight or four, and now he's eight. And uh, I do it for him. He really likes it. So he, com he comes out in the yard to look at the lights? Every day. It, it greets him when he comes home from school. And, uh, you know, he, he comes out with his, his friends and we, we have them on. But lately we've been, sh we've, we've shut them off. We're, we're shutting them off when people come by and they don't, they don't pretend to leave. So, so I stay and we have a, we have a code, we have a signal and he shuts the lights off inside. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I would love to be there when he, wait a minute. This is it. Can you, Joe, I'm sorry. Sir, we don't, we don't allow buses, sir. Sir, please, this is not for your display. Oh, my goodness. God, oh, my 
I don't want canned goods, sir. I do not want canned goods. You could give them to the poor people. Lou? Yeah, Joe. Lou? Yes, sir. Why don't you take the food? You could take them to your local food shelf. Why is that my responsibility? Why why, why do they feel entitled to give me the food that I have to bring it down there? I want to do this for my son. Maybe. We'll may- talk more about the shutting off of the lights. When well, I'll, when get, bus- I'll oh, get back okay. to that. I haven't okay. forgotten that. But why don't you consider that? These people are paying you an act of gratitude. What are you calling me for? So I'm, I, I'm, I'm fed up. Okay, I'm really fed up. Well, then why, why, you know what? Don't put any lights up. No, oh, so because, because these people are coming by my neighborhood, and and, and you're telling me this that I need to, I I gotta stop putting up lights to keep them from coming by. I don't think so. I pay taxes here. <laughs> You know, I pay the assessment. I just had to pay half the assessment on a light pole that some dehorn backed into. That that I mean, it just goes on and on. They're not here to pay for it. Well, then you know what? You should move to a more remote area and have this display if you intend it only for your own family, and then no one else can see it. <laughs> so now I should move. You know. What do you do for a living? I'm an engineer. Mm-hmm. Now. Explain uh, this system you have. You turn off the lights. Yeah, that's right. My son is in the uh, in the front room. If it gets if, if this gets annoying, you know where these people keep coming by. About eight o'clock, limousines start coming by, and they start taking pictures with you know all these kids, sixteen, seventeen kids, get out of a car and take pictures. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. So my son sits inside, and we've got a signal. I uh, usually do the siren. <laughs> And uh, he shuts them down, <laughs> and we wait till it clears, and we turn them back on. And your your uh, your wife goes along with this. She doesn't think you're uh, sending the wrong message to your son. Until uh, my wife passed away, uh, and a half years. Now, uh, it was kind of the reason we we put this up. All right, it was for her. I didn't uh, know that. I, I'm sorry. Wow, you wouldn't know. No, I would not. And you have you have the one child or more than one? I have the one son. One son. That's right. Well, uh, you know, short of... Uh... No, I didn't. I didn't do that for you. No, what? no, no. My, what? My son, uh, my son was here. He, he thought I turned... He wanted me to turn the lights off when I, did this, when I did the alarm there. What, do you have a big remote switch? I see a big red on-off cartoon button. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a panel of switches that I've developed. Well, being an engineer, of course. Well, I got to tell you what I think. Are What's people that? angry? Some people are angry. They're confused, and there again, there again, Joe. It's the entitlement. They feel that they are entitled to look at my house. What you've 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 created uh, an attractive nuisance. What was that? That was bad the editing. middle of the segment. Wasn't that a mean old Grinch? Oh. Was that how long was that? Uh, seven and a half minutes. Because then there's a I think I don't remember if he called back. No, no, no. You you let him go. Like you kept letting him letting him go because there was a second part. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you know what? You'll have to become a member of the town council and I'll put that whole But what a creep. Young, uh, yeah. I don't remember how this was ever resolved. I think he came around. I hope so. That's uh, uh, if I remember correctly, he came around. All right. Maybe he will uh, call the podcast. Yeah, he came with around. An update. Yes, Joe. 
oh, Harry Potter. Are the you magic ready to wand. hear about my friends at Rise and Shine Garage? Doors? If you speak slowly, well, the Joe. door goes up, <laughs> the door goes down. <laughs> if it doesn't go up, you call Rise and Shine. <laughs> Thank you very much for that transition. Okay. okay. (laughs) And you know what's important to them, Joe? Timing and customer service. Timing is everything. That's Mm. because they do residential commercial repairs and installations of all things related to the garage door. And they have a perfect five-star rating on both Google and Yelp for a reason. And that's because they prioritize customer service. Seven days a week, they can come out to your house. They will come to you. You do not have to bring the garage door to them, which is key. Josh and Alex are GLers and the owners of Rise and Shine Garage Doors. They grew up right here in the Twin Cities, and they're diehard GLers. They will give you a 5% discount for seniors, military, and AAA members. Their technicians are certified. And just because you might not live in the metro, that's not a problem. They are expanding to Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Isanti, Cambridge. They even cover parts of western Wisconsin. They're the best. I had them out a few weeks ago. They got me through the 29-point inspection, and they got the new remote opener for me. It was fantastic. So ask about the Rooster Club membership, which includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and it will also waive the trip charge. Oh, you probably want their phone number, 651-300-3252. That's 651-300-3252, or just visit their website, callriseandshine.com. Speak slowly when you leave them a voicemail and let them know you heard about them on the Garage Logic Podcast. 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 You can't, you're going to change, aren't you? Huh? No, I'm going full sun country. Are you? Are no, you going to wear the orthopedic see, shoes? Unlike you, once I'm dressed for the day, <laughs> yeah. I can switch in. Well, this I'll is for today. What day could you wear this other this than today? This is for today. This is for today. <laughs> this is for today. <laughs> this is for today. <laughs> this is for today. I do like that. No, I'm changing. We didn't let the stinger finish, though, when we had to start talking about stuff off the air. <laughs> Did uh, Kenny, do you have uh, some appropriate uh, clothing? What the hell is wrong with this? Well, it has nothing to do with Garage Logic. Well, F Garage Logic. Right. I'm Kenny. Right. I'll be wearing the shirt with the big good luck on the back. I don't That's what understand. I have. Are you gonna are you gonna have the fake beard? Mine's too, gray. Kenny? Yours is yeah. black. See that? Mine's I yeah, was, mine's gray though. I was gonna bring a pair of bib overalls. Yes, Carhartts. But and a, and a thought, pitchfork. I thought, man, burr, burr, burr. I should wear mine too. <laughs> too much effort. Kenny's all excited because the president of his fan club is gonna be Angie. Yeah. Angie, yeah. yeah. Rookie, oh. I need a Redmond from you. Uh, not only the president, the only member. <laughs> <laughs> the only member who has a handler. <laughs> right. Uh, where am I putting this? I don't have a fan club. Well, I don't either. Maybe if you were a little nicer to people. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> Get away from me. Copy. Ready? Yep. I am rolling. Wait, don't I have to do something? No. Yeah, Redmond's Flooring and Design. Oh, it's your turn. You know they're in a no-cut. Let me give you some pointer tips for this. You should see the floor in my office, Rook. It's linoleum that was laid, I think, in 1959. You know what? Redmond's can help. If you are, if you have a poor, pathetic life I like do. that. I do. Or a floor, anyway. Maybe not life, yeah, but I floor. also have that, yeah, yeah. Redmond's Flooring and Design in Anoka for the last half a century has been giving facelifts to the floors to the carpets of all sorts of garage logicians and non-GLers across the uh, the metro area. 
I'm going to give you their phone number or just go to redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. And what you're going to find there is all sorts of great products, services, reviews, the basics of flooring. Uh, Maybe they'll inspire you a little bit. That's what the design center is there for. You don't have to have an appointment. No appointment is necessary. Their showroom is fully open to the public. But if you want to online, you want them to come out and check out your kitchen floor like they did for me, well, then you get in touch with them. Redmond's Flooring and Design. They work with Mohawk, the number one name in flooring. And Mike and the whole crew over there have been loyal to Garage Logic, and we appreciate that. And we want you to continue to use Redmond's Flooring and Design in the future. Once again, 763 316-3332, but make it easy. And just remember, Redmond's with two N.com. Redmond's Flooring and Design since 1956. Let them know the Rook sent you. It just beat up? Uh, no, it's, I, I'm serious. I think it was put in in the late 50s. Well, isn't it that when they all put all so, linoleum? In? The floors and a lot of crisscrafts were linoleum. It's just the in the floors were. Thankfully, yep. it's just in the kitchen. The rest of the house has beautiful hardwood floors. So I'm guessing there's hardwood under there. Yeah, they just covered it that up. Probably yes. Underwear. That one of the 50s thing uh, to do is cover up the hardwood battleship linoleum. Yeah, that's oh, what it was really? called. Gray. What? What was the distinction? Kind of a gray and blue. So what would Jewel? What would Jewel do for restos? He could find it. Yeah. He put he, that crap back in. Oh yeah. Interesting. Does anybody else just only think of the dude when you hear "Bad Moon Rising" from CCR? Right. Oh. That's where he augers into that. Yeah. Because he loses the roach. <laughs> yeah. And then he augers into that. Starts trash. doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CCR. Yeah. I wouldn't hold out hope for the CCR. <laughs> I did Speaking uh, of augering in. Did you see the dope on 13 this morning that went right into the snow and then decided, well, I better get out and push it out? But you're 60 feet into the ditch in that I snow. I got her. I got this. Yeah, it's basically what he said. I saw a dude that was going to, he was at the airport. I don't remember where he was going. He looked exactly like the dude. Oh, really? He, yeah. I almost thought it was. I had to do a double take. And then I was told once again today that I look like Alec Baldwin. Uh, and I say, I isn't he a handsome? So. You guy? don't look like a murderer to me. No, I said, wow. I'm, a, I'm a lot nicer. Holy moly! When we were wearing masks, Alleg- I would get that allegedly. once a week. You look like Alec Baldwin. Huh? I never got that. Jack Nicholson is what you got. Yeah, you got. You're a cross between Jack Nicholson in As Good as It Gets, and what's the other? Larry, one? Larry David. Larry uh, David. Thank you, John. Larry David. Nest. <laughs> yeah. Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Isn't that what the panhandler told you, too? You look like Jack Nicholson? That the guy I asked him why he moved down here from Duluth? Yeah. He said, better climate. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name? Is he's a hobo? (laughs) He's always out there panhandling. Looking for money. On Pelham. Oh, balls. You guys, it's 10 after 1 here, and I got a lot of... I got got a a shower. I got got the things. All right, Kenny, you ready? I've got to go get some. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, Kenny, on hold. Johnny needs to do it. Do one before we break. Oh, I've please. got two left. I know you do. So do it when we're done with the with the news. You're done. Oh, do we do ads in this next podcast? Why no. don't we just put it in the break? It's the DK. Um, just hang on. Do when we're done with the news. Reavers, I can do your job better. I gotta go to Sun Country. <laughs> do seafoam. <laughs> I've already done seafoam. No, you haven't. Yep. Yep. What's the other one I need from you? Then? Moon okay. and DK. Moon. Do moon at the end of this segment. Gotcha. Oh, Thank you. Here we go. I found. 
Good. I've been doing this whole show without chewing gum. You haven't done this whole show without passing gas. Let's go here. You speak the truth, my friend. Gave it truth, the old ray. Justice and the suture. Give it a little air. <laughs> I'm capping it now. I'm capping it for the road trip. You got to holster that for I'm the ca- old drive? I'm capping it for the road trip. Here's Johnny Height. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, before we get to the news and a, a couple of other things I have to mention, let me tell you about the Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. They specialize in regenerative medicine and regenerative cell therapy. And as Dr. Dan likes to say, there's Stillwater's best kept secret. If, uh, if you're suffering from the pain, the numbness, tingling in your hands and your feet, that peripheral neuropathy brings, you know, the suffering that can cause and your doctor, not a lot you can do about it. He tells you or she tells you. Might give you some prescribed drugs like Lyrica, Neurontin, or Gabapentin that don't really take care of the problem. Rivertown Medical Center can help with a new treatment method that can provide relief from neuropathy as long as you have not sustained 85% of the nerve damage that's caused by a lack of blood flow to the nerves. To find out more and to get a free neuropathy scan, you can join Dr. Dan this Saturday for a free one-hour seminar. It's at 10 in the morning Saturday at La Quinta by Windham in Woodbury. It's located at 700 Bielenberg Drive. Call 651 661 4311. Leave your name and cell number. You'll automatically get a text reservation for the seminar. Again, it's this Saturday, La Quinta by Windham, 500, uh, 700, excuse me, Bielenberg Drive in Woodbury. Call 651-661-4311. Leave name and cell number and you will get a text reservation for uh, that seminar. Uh, we have news coming up, but before we get to it, I must, must tell folks who aren't listening on the town council, we had a little conversation off air earlier. Uh, where a couple of fellows on the show said there's a certain band that wasn't very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I texted a certain guitar player in California just to, to get his opinion. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, yikes, exclamation point. That's a really bad take on your really? guys' part. Yeah, well, so. Creedence Clearwater Revival was, uh, had some good songs. John, you're flopping around on the party deck like a, like a, a party deck, like a perch. Did you see the fish there's, walking on the ice? There is nothing you won't bite see on. That, John. You will bite on any hook I dangle. That's from. Yeah, I see. See, I, I think now you just use that as an excuse. I have no, Whenever you know you're wrong, you just say, "No, I have I'm no just no fishing." Opinion on CCR, but when I know you, <laughs> well, that's even man, worse if you have no opinion. Can I? Can I simplify? Can I have John do his news. <laughs> when John, when you bring up something musical, Joe. I believe what Joe says. He probably has that genuine thought. I know Kenny is you know Kenny is just to piss you just, off exactly. Yeah. <laughs> John, I, I actually get bored doing it. You have news, John? <laughs> oh wow! See, that's, that hurt Kenny. You get bored fishing John. me, and that hurts. Yes, Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me do some news for you. Fish yes. again before. <laughs> You have more information on the inaugural, I believe. I do, yes. Before we get to uh, the rest of the news, uh, you had talked earlier about the governor, Governor Wall's inauguration committee, uh, well, getting a lot of money, let's say, uh, for various reasons. Right. A spokesman said, uh, these are not tickets for inaugural events. Uh, inauguration events are all free to the public. Right. And donors do not get special access to the governor, even though the flyer offers donor tickets to a, quote, pre-inaugural reception. Right. Uh, the tax filings uh, show, I can tell you who has contributed before, and I don't think it's going to surprise anybody. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Who, who's been paying these? Yeah. Uh, f- tax filings for 2018 and 2019. I guarantee you one of them will be Alyssa Rockefeller. 
show, uh, I don't see that. They're mostly local here. Uh, they show four organizations gave $50,000, the Public Employees Union, AFSME, sure, Council course. 5, the Construction Workers Union, Labor's District Council, okay. a, a South Dakota-based biofuels company called Poet LLC, mm -hmm. and, and a Minnesota-based education software company, Infinite Campus. Oh, my God. The, the te well, wait, wait now. The Teachers Union, Education Minnesota, gave $40,000. Maybe they should just keep it and then not go on strike. Right. Okay, so no, obviously these are, are companies and corporations and people that want this. They're letting their dollars speak for them. This is That's lobbying. Right. This is lobbying. Right. Exactly. What if yep. GL got together and we started the combustion engine lobby and we sent him a hundred grand? Would would that make him obligated to listen to us and vote nah. our way, or at least come on the show? Uh, no, it wouldn't. No. The uh, tax filing well, show that most of the money they raised, yeah. 530 grand, went to venues, caters, and other expenses related to inauguration events, but there was $170,000 left, which was used uh, to support Wall's re-election. So. so if GL does, in fact, write that check, is this, and I know this is a, is it a write-off? Can you call that a write-off? Yes. Is that, that's a tax, that's a donation? I would think so. Really? Wow. But there's a cap on donations. We yes, couldn't there is. we couldn't write off the whole hundred K. No. Huh. Mm. Well, anyway, that's where it goes. Uh in news, more than ten school buses in the metro had their catalytic converters stolen over the holiday weekend, leading to a delay this past Monday morning for students and following a national trend. According to the Brooklyn Park Police Department, the catalytic converters were stolen sometime between late Wednesday afternoon and Monday morning. Inspector Elliot Faust with the BPPD feels it was a crime of opportunity because nobody was around. Osseo area schools said that 11 buses owned by first student and servicing their schools had catalytic converters stolen also over that time. Oh. Catalytic converters help reduce airborne pollutants have been a hot target for thieves for years now. Uh, it's not just a metro or even Minnesota issue, according to State Farm. The largest uh, largest insurer of automobiles in the U.S. says data shows that between July 2021 and June 2022, catalytic converter theft grew 109% nationally. Wow. The, uh, they are, of course, uh, police are giving tips of what you could do among mm. the things you should do. They say mark the auto part, stamp the vehicle's VIN number into it, and create a cage to stop it from yeah, that, getting that, stolen. None of that's going to stop. I was just going to say, does that help? Do we need, oh God, I hate even asking this question. Do we need a new law regarding selling these? You got to prevent these buyers from buying it. The scrap metal guys. How do we do that? Uh, it's just a, it's another new law. I don't know. Well, this happened, remember, years ago with cell phones. Didn't they pass some type of legislation? Because they had those cell phone drop-off kiosk things at malls where right. people were stealing cell phones and then just throwing them in there and they were getting 100 bucks. Right. And so that's why cell phone thefts were on the rise because that same thing was happening. Okay, inform me once again. Uh, are they stealing the catalytic converters for scrap or to use on another car? No, no, scrap. It's scrap. scrap. It's the yeah, metal in them you need. Uh, what what, yeah. what is rare, the intense metal that's a rarely copper? Some rare metal in there. Copper. No, okay, so it's, it's the copper. it's the but it's a type of metal. Well, one of us that's could the look attraction. It up. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> 
Minnesota's midterm election. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Johnny. That's all right. Yeah, I did have right. mine stolen off the Honda Pilot, yeah, the Red Pilot. Yeah, there's certain cars, Hondas and Toyotas, um, worth more than other vehicles. Hmm. I Evidently, they don't want mine. You could drive a car under my truck. <laughs> they don't get it? I lay my fat ass under my truck. I can fit under my truck. Wow. Uh, the, the, mine is huge. That's like a 35 right. gallon do they, barrel. Do they use a sawzall? Yeah. Yeah. And they're fast. These the guys. three precious metals that are most commonly contained inside of a catalytic converter are platinum, rhodium, and palladium. Huh. Wow. Never heard is of it because those metals are more durable that they have to use those in the catalytic converters? Uh, no further questions. Okay, Your Honor. When they stole yours, did they say, oh, crap, here, have this back. No, we don't really want this. Going to the airport at 5 in the morning, fired that thing up, and it goes, and then I saw trash. I didn't. I turned it off right away and used a different car, but learned good, later on. Good that, story. Yeah. Minnesota's midterm election results are now official. The state canvassing board unanimously certifying the results yesterday, approving plans for recounts in two tight legislative races. That makes it official that Minnesota Democrats won full control of state government by holding the governor's office, the House, and flipping the Senate. About two and a half million Minnesotans voted in this year's midterms. That's down slightly from 2.6 Minnesotans who voted in 2018. A total of 671,000 people voted absentee this year, up slightly from 637 in 2018. The board approved publicly funded recounts in House Districts 3A and 3B in northeastern Minnesota. In 3A, Republican Roger Scraba holds a 15-vote lead over DFL State Rep. Rob Eklund, and Republican Natalie Zalinikar was up 35 votes over DFL State Representative Mary Murphy. The recounts will begin next week. And I asked this question 21 days ago, and I'll ask it again. So when things continue to go to hell in a handbasket, who are you going to blame? Because the Democrats control every aspect of our lives in this state. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to oh. blame anyone because I'm not in that. I don't play the blame game. You don't. You don't finger point. Not not mm -hmm. me. Nope. No. You just oh. bitch at a podcast. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your contribution. We'll, we'll see how that motto goes in the drive over to Ebersol. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. What's all? Oh no, what's the route gonna be? I'll tell them when we're oh, I haven't been man. I didn't even it, think it, of that. That is um guarantee you're going you've down been to there, Red, right, you're, yes. you're going down to Red Wing, guarantee so it. So you know at the very God. least. Right <laughs> I was looking at my route back, Kenny. I'm only gonna go through Hastings because I want to drive across that cool bridge. Make sure you go through Hastings with an empty tank of gas. It's like two bucks a Great gallon. Great point. Down there. Yeah, yeah. I paid three oh six yesterday. What? Shut up, Coon Rapids Costco. Three oh six. Wow. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, you probably didn't um, even buy gas. It was probably some watered down stuff. This is the guy that's still buying premium for like five ninety five a gallon. Yeah. Normal, normal gas, Joe. Like everybody, you know, ninety nine percent of the people in the world. I have a serious question that maybe Ken can answer. Go. Uh, filling the snowblower yesterday. Why do you uh, think we can't answer? Oh, I'd give it a try. Right. Filling the snowblower yesterday. <laughs> right, through yeah. the gas. Uh, I uncharacteristically, because I'm no, a last drop, no. spilled gas on the garage floor. Why does gas not evaporate as quick as it did 50 years ago? Because it's, it's There's crap. too much crap in yeah. there. Ooh. Yeah. It didn't Careful. evaporate. Yeah. You're, but you're right. It used to. It was gone instantly. Right. And now it puddles. Hmm. And it huh. stinks up the garage until the next day. Oh, you poor baby. Yeah.
Uh, in other news, a woman Boy, pleaded guilty. Well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, plodding right along, the, as they say. News. Pardon me? Do the do the thing here. Oh, the thing, the news. Yeah, a woman pl- a woman pleaded guilty to helping run an international Thai sex trafficking organization and laundering millions of dollars in funds. Okay. The case was prosecuted by the offices of U.S. Attorney for Minnesota, Andrew Luger. 61-year-old Asuma Lee Interathong served as a boss or trafficker for the organization, compelled hundreds of women from Bangkok, Thailand, to engage in commercial sex acts in various cities across the U.S. She pleaded guilty on Tuesday to conspiracy to commit sex trafficking and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Intrathong was arrested in Belgium August 16, 2016, later extradited to the U.S. in February 2021. Court documents state her trafficking victims were made to repay what are called bondage debts of 40 to $60,000. The trafficking organization owned the victims until the debts were paid. And Tara Thong and her co-conspirators then arranged for victims to travel from Thailand to the U.S. and place them in houses of prostitution in several different cities. That's like the old indentured servants, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like John, that. you only do stories like this because you know damn well that it's going to get <laughs> well, this, us. That, that was a very uninteresting story, John. Now, I have no well, comments on that story. A local forever. story, local mm-hmm. Minnesota attorney. Tie you up with, though? Uh, it's that not TIE. Not that kind of bondage, you big dummy. Jesus. How do like, you behind my back or so much like when a... Kenny always baits you with music nonsense? You do the same thing in your newscast with us because you know your audience. I will uh, plead the fifth of that senator. Right. <laughs> that really is a horrible thing, though. Yeah. Well, it really is. The story you is know, horrible. Uh, Lisa, let's let's I owe, bring it down. I owe a lot of people some money. You're and, really uh, out on a limb. You're really. You know, Rook, you, you don't usually take strong stands. I'm glad you took a strong stand right. in this. You know, we're waiting for you this. to have an opinion. Let's change this. Something must be done about this. It's got to be It's got to happen. This just can't happen. You want to federal, borrow a couple thousand dollars? Yeah, I can, you know. I got you. Federal, no. federal, federal jury yesterday convicted Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes and a top deputy of seditious conspiracy for leading the months-long plot to unleash political violence to prevent the inauguration of President Biden, culminating in the January 6th attack at the Capitol. A panel of seven men and five women deliberated for three days before they found Rhodes and lead Florida Oath Keeper Kelly Meggs guilty of conspiring to oppose by force the lawful transition of presidential power. Three other associates were not convicted of the historically rare and politically freighted sedition count. All five, though, convicted of obstructing Congress as it met to confirm the results of the election. Rhodes and Meggs face a maximum of 20 years in prison on the seditious conspiracy convictions. Russia said its forces had edged forward in eastern Ukraine on Wednesday, and Kiev said Moscow was planning something in the south, while NATO sought to shore up other countries that feared destabilization from Moscow. Ukraine's general staff said earlier its troops had repelled six Russian attacks in 24 hours in the eastern Donbass region, while Russian artillery had relentlessly shelled across the Dnipro River, including at Kyrgyzstan City in the south. America's readers might be tiring of reality. Fiction book sales have risen by 45% since pre-pandemic 2019. Nonfiction sales in that same time period have slipped by 2%. All of this according to data from NPD BookScan for the adult publishing market. I've been tearing through fiction lately. Have you? I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you reading right Uh, now? 
Uh, new Nelson B. DeMille. How about oh, you, Rook? How is that? I like it. Oh, yeah, he's it's a great called The writer. Maze. That's a really, you can really blast through his books, oh, they're, but they're yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. Rook, how about you? Uh, my email. <laughs> Looks like my order was shipped uh, this afternoon. Okay, I'm yeah, also reading my email. Copy. Readers purchased 158. What are you currently reading? <laughs> my email. Readers purchased 100. 158 million fiction print books this year through November 19th. That's a lot of books. I, that number surprised me. Mm-hmm. Nonfiction totaled 240 million. Mm. As a share of all print books, fiction title have risen from 31% of the adult market to 40% of the adult market in three years. Did I say uh, he, Nelson B. DeMille? You I did. Cecil B. DeMille. Cecil B. DeMille. Just yeah. Nelson DeMille. No. DeMille. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you just referenced was lost on Remember me. Remember we completely. had him on the air once, Rook, and he said, boys, you got to cut it off. You're hurting my cocktail hour. <laughs> yes. Who was that? <laughs> Nelson DeMille. Oh, really? The uh, publishing industry had hit an all-time peak. the book about the two uh, guy and a gal having an affair on a beach and witnessed a missile shooting down. It was one of his best books. What was that called? I the missile look. that couldn't. I, I have to look it up. Night Hawks at missile the Diner. Told, something like right. that. Yeah. Night Hawks at the Diner. John, John, you're the only one that got that reference. <laughs> Night Hawks at the Diner. I did read that book, too, as a matter of fact. I don't remember what it's called. But night Fall. It. No, Night night something. I'll get it here. Somebody Boogie I'll Nights. It. I got it. Go ahead, John. Night the publishing Fox. industry had hit an all-time peak for print book sales in 2021 because of, of course... The COVID-19 pandemic, 497 million books sold in that year. Wow. In the adult Here comes market. the night. Night to remember. Mm. Speaking of books, the large Dutch colonial house that inspired the what book, The like Amity. Brooklyn? I think you're thinking of Nightfall. 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 It was rainy night in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking Which of that, Rook, I think I ready. the listener is really ready for that. The 45-minute the drive between for you and the mayor between here, essentially here, and uh, the, the Tattersall location. Yes. What's going to be the list of uh, talking points we're going to have in the vehicle? What are we going to start with? Uh, we're going to start with uh, how operate how wonderfully operational his vehicle is. There will be a light chastising. Do you think he's ever going to address your commitment to the show? Is he, does that come up um, at all? It doesn't really come up. This would be a bad day to do it because if you make me uneasy or nervous, uh, my body's going to react. So right. this might be a quiet ride. <laughs> this might have to be a very quiet ride. <laughs> this one you might want to just lay off a little bit here. Yeah. If I'm you overly defensive, I can go into skunk mode. <laughs> I, I noticed uh, absolutely nobody's paying any attention to this news. So I'm just going to read you this uh, the headlines so of each story. Everywhere. And you tell me if you want me to read oh, any of these stories. Otherwise, we'll just move John, on. John, you should have started doing that years ago. The, uh, the yeah. next one is about uh, they're selling the house that uh, the Amityville Horror is based on. Nope. Big deal. Okay, nope. don't care. <laughs> uh, a long, long story about the uh, the bleep show that is now Twitter. We can we can no, do that no, one if you'd like. That. We know we witness it. Uh, I like this wrinkle in the newscast. This is good. Pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> newscast now takes three minutes, folks. Yeah. Uh, the uh, group Stop Anti-Semitism has announced its finalist for Anti-Semite of the Year. Yeah. 
Well, there's, there's three. probably oh, wait, John. We have well, he's one. He's one of three finalists. Yes, and that other fruitcake that went to dinner at Marlowe. John, we have Nick Fuentes. Uh, Nick Fuentes is not, but the Garage Logic Town Council. They wish that you had started that during the election season. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> listeners could vote. What else you got going here, John? <laughs> yeah, it's because they don't like the truth. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> see you tonight, zinger. See you tonight. <laughs> Bay Area uh, police are asking for help because they found a human foot inside a running shoe. A foot. I can get yeah, you a foot I, by yeah, three no o'clock. Problem. That's nothing. And, what else? Uh, Los, I only got. I only have one more now. A doctors have removed 187 coins from a man's stomach in India. Were they wheat pennies? <laughs> Not that no, I'm aware they were, of. They were, they were eat pennies. From which direction <laughs> did they enter <laughs> the man's <laughs> stomach? Oh, that was Rook. I enjoyed that one. That was I got to bring that guy Appreciate some it. wheat pennies today. Uh, Is that going to be part of the conversation uh, on the ride? Why not? Okay. That's all I got. Well, they, they were in his stomach, not elsewhere. Yeah, they cut open his stomach and took them all out. Okay. I've uh, got that, something. Yeah? I've got, got something here. Well, actually, it's not me. It's Moon Motorsports. <laughs> oh. And they have brands that stir your soul down to your very core. Moon Motorsports has them. You Beamer folks. I got to tell you, you guys that ride BMW, you're some of the most dedicated riders out there. So you probably already know that Moon Motorsports is the longest operating BMW motorcycle dealer in the state. Uh, they're also the largest volume Triumph dealer in the region. Both BMW and Triumph, they've got a great model lineup, no matter what your deal is, cafe racer styling or track stuff, laid back cruising, even adventure exploring. That's where they hook me. Uh, whatever it is, both of these brands, they have class leading offerings that are going to give you the ride you're after. Stop in the moon to see the latest BMW and Triumph models or and before you go, you got to do what everybody else does. Stop over to moonmotorsports.com and check them out. Right now, if you buy a new bike at Moon, they're going to provide zero payments until 2023. I'm in. And free winter storage or free delivery to, uh, to, free delivery to Minnesota. Moon Motorsports. I'm going to throw a surprise in here at the end. They're your BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Husqvarna, Yamaha, Honda Polaris, Can-Am, Skidoo, and... Gas gas. They've got gas gas bikes. I'm getting no reaction from I don't know what that means. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. You guys, good, though. Trials? Good. You ever watched a trial uh, nah, event? Nah, 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 anyway, no. Uh, I, you I always know what gas gas are, they are. <laughs> Moonmotorsports.com. Hey, Ken. Big deal. That's 10 minutes from now. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you just, God, you're like Roycey. No not. payments till December 1st. <laughs> you think you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, will you do me a favor, Soul Man? No, not me. Will you lay down a DK here? I laid one down for you last week before I went on vacation. Last week we weren't here. You rolling? <laughs> I am in three. Everyone's here. I'm going to kill everybody else's mic. You're on five. Three. Two, one. DK Mags on Old Eight in New Brighton. It's our full service gun shop. They've got a wide selection of pistols, revolvers, ammo, accessories, holsters, magazines, suppressors, whatever you need. And if you have a specific firearm in mind, special orders, no problem. They're a joy at DK Mags. They'll be more than happy to not only assist you in tracking it down and purchasing the item, but then they're gonna they're gonna hand it to you, right? You're gonna just show up, and they're gonna here's a gun you bought, uh, and that goes for accessories too. If you have a firearm you don't want or need, 
They buy firearms from single units all the way up to entire estates. Both DK Mags and Monticello Pawn and Gun, they've got gunsmithing services to help keep that firearm in perfect working order. Get yourself to the website, dkmags.com, then get up to DK Mags, Old 8 in New Brighton, and, oh, Monticello Pawn and Gun, really easy to find right on Highway 25, dkmags.com. It was going so well, and then... I uh, just up. bit my tongue. Um, Don't oh. bite your tongue. It's not that fun. John, that was a good bit. We have Break it. that out every time we start not paying attention. Well, yeah, plus I figured, you know, we got to get rolling here. Cause... Plus, how many stories do you not get to? You know? Oh, gosh. Usually on a normal day, it's anywhere from three to six, probably. Yeah. I just leave there. We used to be on three to six, and then like Ricey started no, afternoon. I thought that was a great idea. Good instinct. Six. Plus, the, some of them, the ones at the end, if they're good kickers, that you guys would react to are better anyway. Sometimes and, the Vikings need a new kicker because like he can't make them. <laughs> uh, DK Megs. There we go. What do you think that dumbass is up to these days? Which one? You know, like remember, like you guys, Ryan Giles. you guys should do it from like a garage, because like you guys are on a show called. Oh yeah, damn it! <laughs> what? Honesty, honesty, God. You know, seriously, you know, I don't care. How do you not know? I, I, I should have, and I'm an idiot. Whatever. He's a great guy. Don't care. No, he wasn't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dublin down. <laughs> what were you looking at on your computer that we're showing him? Oh, uh, accident. Well, I thought he was just going to kahuna reach over it because he was doing his kahuna light ad. And there's a there was a, something on Facebook where the Christmas decoration was the guy hanging from the roof. Don't be this guy. And the ladder was tipped over. <laughs> okay, Don't I be find this guy. Hang on. So and that's absolutely. How many more ads? Uh, I'm going to do Slush Buster. Is that it? Just carpetbaggers that follow me whenever it snows. You know, you pick up 100 followers. Oh, because of I'm traffic. I'm showing this to you. Yeah. Not because I'm mocking it, but I think it's just unbelievably cute. Okay. Oh. Unbelievable. Why are you showing it to him? Because he, know, he knows his audience. first. I'm the test pancake. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Is, are they farting? Are they farting? Oh. Let's see. Is that passing gas, Matthew? Let's see. Can you do that on cue? If I point at you, could you do it? Supposed to be not funny. I because think it's, it's really, really it's true. Why, why, I think it's why would you have that? <laughs> <laughs> Show it to the camera so it's the town council people how can come, see it. How come, how come the audience isn't howling? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
that bring Reavers, that to the town council. I will bring that to the town council. But I was so mad that Reavers isn't on Instagram because oh. there's so much great stuff oh, that I God. send out. Oh, oh lordy! <laughs> <laughs> that noise was made by a trombone. Right. Oh, yes. Thanks. A kid playing a trombone. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Not a kid. Some big fat guy. Who's got no shot at standing up for no, the entire No, he can't get out. That's wrong. Is that his wife on the piano? What makes it great is she is so into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you've been stopped here for 15 minutes. Can you tell me why that is? Waiting for the stop sign to turn green. How high are you? No, I said, how high are you? <laughs> okay, I am going to have to conduct a pot sobriety test. Oh man, I'm too high for that. <laughs> Is that Reno 911? No, it should be though. It's a kazoo? Oh my god. <laughs> she just starts laughing. He was smoking a pot today. We've been stopped here for 15 minutes. Can you tell me why that is? How high are you? How are you? No, I said, how high are you? Fratelloni's hardware. Is this real? No. It sounds like the guy from Reno 911. Uh, do you have your Twitter open? I, I have the shows, not mine. I'm talking to... Once she realizes it's a kazoo, she starts doing the dope lap. Matthew. What? Uh, open up Twitter. Oh, Joe, 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 I've been thinking of you with the car ride that we're going to take. <laughs> Here, uh, <laughs> go, to the, go to the search. Is that it, the magnifying glass? How long does it take you to open Twitter up? I don't have it open. Doing the show, you're not very good at Twitter either. Oh, by the I'm not, I, I always forget about it. Yeah, you tag too okay. many people. Um, go to the search thing. Yep, it's the Fagan F I G E N underscore all one word, the Fagan, and just follow her. It says, uh, PhD, musicology teacher, Turkish woman, blah blah blah. Find her? No. Go to people. Where are those people? Jesus, you're bad at this. <clears throat> Where's people? Profile? You under the search? All? Oh, search. Verified. Oh, yours, yours looks different than mine. I'm, I'm not verified. The F-I-G-G-I. No, no. F-I-G-E-N. I'm here. Just follow that. Cute videos. Such found it. Let the record show that Such found it before mm -hmm. you. He's just showing off. How do I follow her? Um, really? Can we? Can we uh, oh, wow. Can we go? Yeah, yeah Chris. So Chris, I'm done, Chris. Tell, right? tell him, Chris, I have to shower and drive to Wisconsin. Oh, it's, Wait, it's 41 already. That's why I'm yeah. saying. Uh, uh, and I uh -huh. still have to record yeah. and edit Josh, you guys. So oh, you poor thing. Well, no, I'm just saying, and I got to get to River Falls by four o'clock. So now, now I think you fished in, Chris. Do you have to? Uh, 
stop here on the way home, or is Ross going to post it? Or is it that show's be- not? I don't think is going to be posted. That's just for the town council. Oh, at least. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. She only has a twelve hundred followers. Well, enjoy <laughs> the videos. That, that that's all right. I'm rolling. You know what? I'm I'm rolling. <gasps> I'm just going to roll. Rolling on the river. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Kenny. Turner, no, I appreciate it. Oh, you bastard. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Might wear a hat Joseph today. Shuey. It's cold. Well, how about when you get that slush off the bottom of your car? Do you That's wear a hat? You need a hat. And you need a slush buster. That's right. Slush buster is our new partners here in Garage Logic. Dave Pounds invented the product right here in Burnsville, Minnesota. Joe, we and I, you and I got nice cards from them. I'm holding mine right here. Yeah. Yep. Really into it. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) Anyway, Dave got tired of all the corrosive slush (laughs) that was rusting his cars and damaging his garage floor. And the old broomstick and the boot, that just wasn't cutting it anymore. So the Slush Buster was designed right here and assembled in Rogers, Minnesota. It's the only device on the market that is specially designed to remove that slush. And it will greatly reduce the slush that damages your vehicle and the garage floor. It's also going to prevent those slips and falls that could injure you and your family from the refreeze, either on your garage door, the driveway, whatever. GLers, we know that you want to take good care of your vehicles and your garage, and the Slush Buster is going to help out with both. Like I said, invented right here in the United States and in Burnsville, Minnesota, excuse me. You can learn more and order yours online at slushbuster.us. That's slushbuster.us. You can stop in at any one of the 21 Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores location. It is also available on Amazon. So if you want to order one as a gift for someone uh, in another state, that's fine too. But stop in at Fratelloni's. And by the way, Mike has an app on his phone. So when we were doing the show the other day, Mm -hmm. he can pull up. He says, look at how many I sold today. I said, what? He has an app that shows exactly what he sells in his store. That's the coolest thing ever. That's cool. Anyhow. He said, look at what Kenny just bought at my store yesterday. No, we're not going down that road. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's not for public consumption. Please let Dave and the crew know that you ordered your Slush Buster courtesy of the Garage Logic podcast. Only because they come to us all the way from the traveling Lymans who are temporarily waylaid in Eden Prairie. All the way from the traveling Lymans. On this day in 1843. Joe, today is the last day of November. Martha wow. G. Ripley was born in Lowell, Vermont. She was a crusader for public health. Dr. Ripley would establish Minneapolis uh, Maternity Hospital in 1886. Believe it or not. A memorial to her was dedicated at the state capitol in 1939. Do you have anything to do with the fort? On this day in 1912, Gordon Parks was born in Fort Scott, Kansas. He moved to St. Paul as a teen, became a photographer, writer, filmmaker, composer, and musician. Then he would work uh, incongruously, it seems to me, for the Farm Services Administration, becoming a war photographer in 1943 and be the first African-American on Life magazine staff. His movies include The Learning Tree, based on his autobiography. And on this day in 1960, novelist Ernest Hemingway was admitted to St. Mary's Hospital in Rochester, where he underwent shock treatment for depression. It didn't work. A few days later, he shot himself in Idaho. Yeah, didn't take. Didn't take. take, Catch him on the front porch. And on this day in 1967, Minnesota Senator Eugene McCarthy announced he will challenge President 
Good old McCarthy. Give him that yeehaw. Challenge Lyndon Johnson yeah, for the 1968 Democratic missed? nomination for president. The U of M Minnesota Young Democrats became the first nation to back McCarthy. Uh, who, despite his early successes, he is going to strangle you. Did not earn his party's nod. No, I've got a self mechanism, defense mechanism that can save me. Oh, is this the uh, tax dollars? Yeah, here we go. No, keep going. This isn't Joe's. We're done with this day. That's that's it. Yeah, you know, musicians, uh, especially guitar players, you know, they they get the women. I don't think the trombone players do. Trombone guys do not. They uh, not that guy. They got to work on it. Yeah. You notice he was so big that he has to spread his legs yeah. apart, so his belly hangs between. Them. Well, it was just the cuteness of he was on stage to go. That's my life goal to get that big. Rook, you have to eat under the club so I can post it on the Garage Logic website. And we're laughing about it because it's cute. It's funny. No, I'm laughing about it because it's ridiculous. It's well, funny. it's ridiculously cute. Is he? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's rocking Robin. So it was a huge achievement yes, for him. That's why he was blessed. Yes, right. Oh, what is wrong? Hey, we'll see in children. River Falls. One of God's children. We're going to the town council meeting in River Falls, Wisconsin, at Tattersall Brewery. And how long into the drive with Rook are you going to regret having? But wait having a second, it's invitation only. That's right. right. It's right. not. Yeah. Just you might get this in time to RSVP, but that's probably unlikely. Right. So if you don't get in and you're looking for another podcast that's going to offer you a town council, I'd go right ahead to Pod MN on your smartphone. Brand new Krabby Coffee Shop today. We talked to my friend Gene Hollister, who runs Rose Presents, a concert promoter oh, cool. here in the Twin Cities. Yes. It was actually the only Krabby Coffee Shop show that I actually enjoyed doing. <laughs> that, that would attract me to listen to that. It was, it was fun. Right? I, I, just, I love the way you promote it. It's just fun. Yeah, it's a stinker. <laughs> it's a pile of crap. It's good. It's good. Allegedly. <laughs> All right, sign up on YouTube still, Garage Logic. <laughs> Subscribe. We'll see you out at the. Uh, Are we doing ads at this meeting. town council thing? Stay tuned. Wow. We we don't know. <laughs> Rock and Robin. I better bring my briefcase. Bring your trombone. Yeah. Bring your trombone. Oh my God. You dumbass. That was. He just looks at me. I knew. Here you go. <laughs> What did you do? Send them? Yeah, what did you do? No, no, it's just, just, I'm just thinking about it. I'm in that, we were both, it's both in our heads, and he just it's gives me the look, and I'm I just. got it. It's dumbass. coming. But That's then fun. you've sent me down the rabbit hole, and then there's this. Combined, you're six years old. Oh, She's easily. Good. Easily. She's good. Hey, is this going to be safe, guys? Yeah, we got it. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, not a problem. We're just going to be zipping along she, the mud bowl. She tweeted a video of a guy, a waiter that has a saucer. And a fake cup of coffee. Oh, this is up rookies alley. on a string, and the guy would fake dumping it into the diner's lap. The diner's go, wow! <laughs> and there was nothing in the cup, and I it was attached to like a string. That. Yeah, yeah. A couple hey, of guys got mad at him. We're just about done. What? What is that from? We're Keep almost done. The is other that side. TikTok? Hey, uh, are you getting this on video? You the, see me up here? I, up here. I really hope that's from Wisconsin because hey that looks like Wisconsin uh, or Louisville. We should still be Louisiana. going forward. Hey, we're okay. We're coming. We're pulling up back here. <laughs> Hang on. Keep but look going. at the guys in the front just hanging on for dear <laughs> yeah. life. What is, what is the source of that? The Figgin. Uh, Twitter. The Figgin. He just told the me figgin. to follow. 
Okay. Well, Chris, is that a, a, a we Twitter account where she just finds videos? Yes. Yeah. Cute yeah. videos and stuff. Yeah. So, and uh, uh, let me show you this one. This one was freaky. You know, do you want to go to this event? Or John, can you, you please send me news yeah. stories right now? I want no, to I don't have time. I can't believe it. <laughs> just kidding. Christine McVie died. Who did? Anybody care? Christine Who? McVie. Christine McVie, McVie from Olympics. Fleetwood Mac? From Fleetwood Mac, yeah. She's oh, she after died? Sh short illness. Oh, no. How old was she, Johnny? 79. Oh, wow. I would have guessed she was younger than that. Well, well that's sad. Sad. forever. How come you didn't have that in your news? Well, he was it a just, noted drug addict. Literally just uh, all kinds of weird stuff. They had speedballs. I'm ready for uh, the podcast. Well, this not not John, Christine died. Detroit residents. <laughs> Detroit residents. <laughs> yep. Turn down free trees. Just that's enough. Okay. Uh, it will cost a fortune to attend a private reception for Governor Walls. Okay. Holiday lights frowned upon. Made easy. Yes. By some creep in Burnsville. Um, there was a news piece about that. Did you see the the person interviewed? No. All I could think of is she took my beer. Oh yeah, John Bansky. Well, this is the guy trying to protect his sobriety. But that's all. When you see him, that's all you think of is the John Bansley oh. character. Read that, uh, read uh, sorry, holiday lights frowned upon by some creep in Burnsville. Period. John Height News off to the town council meeting. John Height. Now, here's the deal, folks. That that podcast that we're going to do at the town council <clears> meeting <throat> will yeah. not last more than one hour. Ross told me an hour and a half. I said, Ross, it'll be an hour. He said, okay, great. <laughs> Good negotiation, Ross. Ross, you got to stand so, up for yourself, Ross. Ross, okay. I love you. Uh, guitar news and what, what else did you – oh, and we'll see you. I think he's still at the stage with you where he's afraid to lash out at you. Well, he can lash out all he wants. We're doing an hour podcast. Well, I mean, and, it's, and we'll work the room, Ross. Don't it, worry. It took uh, Reavers a while. Uh, the show was unlistenable when Reavers was still new here because the amount of ass kissing going on just made me sick. God, I was so angry at you, Chris. Sorry, uh, Kenny. But now you're one of us. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, why is Joe's car idling in the parking lot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you're not even going to shut your car off. <laughs> Yeah. It's still running. <laughs> Look right down how I'm getting to your house. You can go this way. Well, wait a minute. So that right means here. you're going to have to drive home. At I can make it home from there. No, you can't. Yeah. From SSP? No, go. He's going to have to go, come back this go way. Go pick anyway. him up. No, his house is between my house and no, River Falls. We're not letting you pick him up. You got to pick him up. Yeah, you're going to hit a jogger or something. There's no way you can let him drive in the middle of the night. He'll be S-faced. No, I won't be. I won't be. For real? I can get to your house. Well, now you're making me worried. No, it's afterwards that I'm worried about. It's only going to be 630 <laughs> at night. You're not getting home. It's dark at 630. It's I pitch know, I'll, black. I'll make it. Go down the freeway. 
Rook, what's your route home from my house? If that's, I got it. If that son of a bitch drives to, off uh, the high, freeway. he'll drive off the high bridge. I swear to God, he will. He'll drive off and, the uh, high bridge. It's going to be your fault that GL got canceled. Just go pick him what up. What about Christmas? Go pick him up. You want me to pick you up? Well, it's not that far. Okay. I'll just yeah. pick you up. Okay. Good yeah. time. In the interest of Kenny's future. Yeah. Yeah. I got to keep suckling on that teat of yours. Though, yeah. Search. I'd have to sell my house if something happened. I was going to get off on 7th Street. Would that have been correct? Yeah, that would have been your best bet. Yeah. Or, well, 7th or... Um, Maine. You're on Maine, Shepherd. Over there, how, would you, Maine. how would you go? No, I'm talking Shepherd. about on the way to your house. Oh, you'd go 52 to 94 to 7th. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought you went to Concord. Are you, are you going home first? Yeah. I well, let's get out of here. Yeah, Word. let's be done. All right. See we you, Town Council. Uh, see you tonight, Town Council. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no.